Yo, what's up, guys? This is Biggie. Uh, real quick, dude, after this episode was over, I did a little more texting with Jake. And, you know, we just, I just wanted to put the point across that, like, his bike thread is epic and the stuff he's doing to help push moped culture forward. It's really cool. Like, we need people like that to, like, push the scene and, like, push things to the extreme. And, you know, he responded to me and said, literally, that's what he was trying to do with this build thread. It's just to put the information out there. There's no secrets. He just laid it out on MA for everyone to see. So if you have the time, dude, hit Moped Army. Check out the build thread. And, you know, if you have some crazy builds you want to do, get out there and do it. So um, what are your favorite moped sounds? <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to get a real bike. I don't know. Like, touch the fly. Was it moving? No, it's pretty locked up. Maybe one of those Bermudas. Yo, what's going on, man? Hey. Welcome to Moped Monday Podcast, episode 035. Wow. Stepping up. Welcome to the podcast, guys. We got Jason Thompson on the mic, and our special guest today is Jax Perro, (laughs) a.k.a. Connor, Rebel Prospect. The dryer just turned off, and that's good, because I totally forgot about that thing. I would have just left it running. Oh, yeah. You know, but now it's off. You want to know about that? On its own. Talking about dryers, let's segue. You want to know about that special prize I got in my pocket? What's up? So when you go home and you forget to do laundry, you don't have any clean underwear. You got some Tide Pods? We're nah. going to get wasted? No. Nah, so like I got these new pants. You know how hard it is to eat broccoli for dinner and then not fart a shart in your brand new pants? No, I have no clue about that, dude. You ever keep spare undies I, in your truck? Fuck no, Because I had to go to my truck <laughs> and get my spare undies because I'm free balling it. <laughs> Dude, we were coming back from New York, and I was like, damn, Thomas got these underwear chilling in the back of the truck right yeah, now. Yeah, just in the door. <laughs> yeah, I saw And socks. <laughs> yeah, so that's my next trick when, when I take a break to grab a beer or whatever. Well, Put these undies on. That way, when I fart, I don't shit up my new pants. Well, at least you know. And we're having a special raffle, and the prize is Thomas's shitty underwear. <laughs> no, no, I don't shit them up too bad. Well, at least we know like uh, that, they, that they were coming in handy for something. Yeah, dude, this bear... That, dude, I did... Lots of laundry, but no underwear. Man. I was like, what the fuck, man? It was not a good day. Came home, <laughs> took a shower, got beat up from the dirt bike trail today. Jason kicked my ass. Yeah, we, we rode some single track today, you know. Dude, not to, mopeds, but, you know. Trying we got to keep up, up with you is impossible. We, were, we weren't even hauling ass, dude. I know. We were creeping along. I'm dead over here. My, my arms are jello. My legs fucked up. I fucking looped my bike on a hill. Matt Mark Legion. First time in the woods, it looked like. But, you know, held it down. Yeah. Squid. <laughs> team squid <laughs> like land squids what's up we know how it feels yeah just kidding they're fucking og <laughs> there's a video of it mark matt posted on instagram me going oh, up the hill the second time after i fell and mustered up enough guts to try it again yeah you made it yeah you made it you gotta slide the first time the video doesn't do it justice dude yeah like i got a nice scrape on my arm and my legs kind of jacked up it's good so everyone who is here this week I'm really excited that you made it through last week. 
Because <laughs> last week was a shitty episode. Oh, I don't listen to him. Uh, I think my, I think this whole podcast is trash. In my in my mind, like I don't I didn't listen to it. I don't know how bad it was, but in my mind, I was like, man, last week we were really reaching. We were like, yeah, what the fuck are we gonna say next? Well, I don't even know why. <laughs> was last week the last week was the one where you guys were talking about nugget porn, right? Nah. Well, we talked about nugget porn two weeks in a row. But in a row, but okay. we could do it you. Times. Now we're talking about it three times in a yeah. row. Yo, keep the train going. The meme that somebody sent us, ah, uh, I, I'm, I'm blowing it right now. Yeah, I didn't, was really I didn't I like save this. his name, but we got a meme sent to us, and it was, God, I wish I looked at the movie. It was from a movie, and it's just like just some nugget porn. This joke explanation meme. is gonna go nowhere. Yeah, this explanation is definitely going nowhere. <laughs> I got no information. Yeah. I don't know who sent it to me. I don't me. know what name. I don't know what the movie. I don't is. know what movie. I couldn't tell you what scene. Like, I'm like saying it like the you guys. Actors, yeah. I couldn't repost it because the prayer was just private or some shit. Like, no, he tried. Yeah, you tried to share it with me, and I couldn't watch the video because yeah. I, I had to like follow the guy. But then I don't really follow him, so I didn't look back on it. I just let you down. I don't even know why I started that. Uh, yeah, that line. <laughs> Thanks for the meme, though. We got it. We appreciate it. It was oh, funny as shit. Yeah, it was funny. I got very a fitting out of it. Yeah, well, I listened to both of those podcasts where long guys story were short, talking about nugget from porn. the from the outside. Long how story was it? short, though, the guy was like. Moped Monday podcast, and then all of a sudden, there's two characters, and they one of the the male leaped over something that was coming towards him. It was spinning blades. It, it t- basically turned him into a nugget. Yeah, cut off his arms and limbs and legs, and now he was a nugget. And Moped Monday podcast was yelling at him in slow motion, trying to reach for him, like no. See, that's wrong though. I'd have been yelling yes. <laughs> all wrong, Jax. From the outside, how bad were the last two Nugget Point episodes? Well, it was super embarrassing because I decided to listen to those two episodes while I was at work driving the truck, and <laughs> I had my coworker in the truck with me. I was not expecting those <laughs> conversations you guys were having. <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, are I like you loaded it up. I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna listen to Moped Monday podcast. Like, it's my friends we talk about mopeds." And he already doesn't like them. And we literally didn't talk about mopeds. We talked about real weird shit. Yeah, they were looking at me real weird the entire time we were riding around. Oh, uh, that's fucking great, dude. It's priceless. Man, so... I, I, know ta- we, I want to talk about the machine. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Let's yeah. go on the machine. So, we talked about the moped shirts we got for sale. And, like, we're going to try to get this website up with Squarespace. If you want to let us become a sponsor of Squarespace, hook it the fuck up, squarespace.com. Let's go. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Get real explicit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they... Man, they sponsor so many like podcasts with like comedians that are literally saying outlandish, wild shit all the time. Yeah, we don't even. Go but we're that not far. even comedians. We're just <laughs> yeah, funny, right? At least we're they so, have that. We're just naturally funny, bro. Yeah, you're right, dude. Yeah. Square, <laughs> Squarespace, Squarespace, Squirrelspace.com. It's where squirrels get their nuts off. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I'm, I'm down to read some copy correctly. You know, hook it up, dude. Yeah, I'm trying to get the website up. And, you know, so we can have a merch store and host all the, you know, the things for the podcast from there. And the reason is because our equipment is good as it is. It's, it's okay. It's pretty good. But we threw it together. Yeah, it's 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 a bunch of begged, borrowed and stolen shit. And it's well, old. I paid for it. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's good shit in its day, but there's some really good shit out there. And the newest hot shit out on the streets right now is the rod fucking rodcaster. And it's... I thought you were just going to end it at the rod. <laughs> the rod. Yeah, yeah. We, we got just it. Just a straight rod. The rod. It's in the house now. <laughs> you can straight, catch fish with it. Straight steel. You can tug it. 
<laughs> you can take it. What other things can you do with a rod? You can you can jam it in the ground. Ditch it out. You can ground you can ground your house with it. Please, your no. Nah, I'm not gonna say that out loud. <laughs> tickle your butthole with it. <laughs> Clean your ears with it. And coming soon from the makers of the rod, the ripstick. If you got a tiny rod, you can use it for a toothpick. <laughs> coming from the rod, the receiver. The rod does it all, man. It's, so, it's a giver and a taker. It sends and receives. So this thing's pretty sick. You can look it up on Google or some shit. I actually posted it on Instagram. It looks epic. It's all pretty. It's got all these colors. And you know we talked about having the, the pads for being to run samples? Well, that has them built in. And it also does Bluetooth. So when we do our phone calls... Which the, is the only thing I'm super excited about. Yeah, that's about. the it's biggest just, part. Yeah. That's the game changer. It does Bluetooth through the mixer. So when we actually have our phone calls with uh, people who are coming on the show, guests, they'll be able to like, hear all of us equally at the same level. And it'll be clear. And there won't be any sections where people are like, what? And why it'll they be like they're right here. Yeah, well, why What'd they can't hear us right now is because we have a, a cell phone on like a tripod sitting on the desk. And we have to basically maneuver... Like when someone says something, wiggle the cell phone that way to make sure they pick up the mic good, and like so we can hear everything and they can hear everything, and it's it's not it's not it's ideal. Not it's not yeah, ideal. ideal. Kind of jerry rigged. It works. We've done it thirty five episodes. We out here. We in the streets. Yeah. How deep yeah. is uh, uh, uh whatever happened to Brabcast? Oh, Brabcast is actually actually thank you for Brabcast. You know you did it first. Yeah. You came to the table, set it off. And I was like, damn, we See, we I never bullsh- heard any of it. I, I saw it and I was like, damn, dude, because I was like, we've been bullshitting talking about doing a podcast. And we just like uh sit around the shop bullshitting and, and and it never it never happened. Like it never happened. We're like, oh we should do we should record, man. We should hang out and record. And then Brabcast was doing it for real, and I was like, Fuck it. We're doing it next week. Yeah, let's get after it. Thomas, Ashley, let's go. And I bought a bunch of new shit and we recorded like. Well, I was talking right with away. them because I, I need to, I want to look it up and see if I can find some of this shit and let's do it. Just yeah, look it up. It's on, it's on SoundCloud. The other thing is like, and should we talk about it next week's guest now just for just a split second? Yeah, yeah. Just I'm so, gonna, as I wanna, an announcement. I want to make, I, I haven't confirmed the date. We we think it's next week, but yeah. it's coming at least. It's yeah. in the It's in the works. We got. Moped Magazine. We talked. I talked about it. I mentioned it at the end of the episode from yeah. last week because I forgot and to say it. And we did get the issue, and you reviewed some of it, and then I'll get my hands on it and get a review. And then I'm going to read. I've been trying to troll some, you know, forums and just kind of see what other people's opinions are about it. Not and that qu- that's going to help me form my own. Yeah, but, but just like wanna... in questions, just to see like what people want to ask and like what the popular questions would be. So at least we're like trying to ask the right stuff that everyone wants to hear. Yeah, because. I want to be an asshole, but I want to make sure I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! But yeah, like we we got the magazine from issue two. Like it looks it looks pretty good. Like it's it's an actual magazine, which is cool. It's professionally it's a cool made. Thing. Yeah, it's nice. It's nicely made. And it's cool to have that on the wall and something you can keep forever. Like you can hold it in your hand, which is kind of awesome. Like you know everything's going digital these days, and like it's cool to like have a physical copy of something you can hold and see and like touch. But we'll get into the review next week. Yeah, let's talk about. It. I just want to kind of give it a heads up that we're, we got that in the works, yeah. and like maybe you know we've got the voicemail out there. Um, you know, it's something you want to you know put on the on the burner for that. Maybe we can, you know, you can call in and leave us a voicemail and tell us how shitty we are or how much you like. Uh, I don't know. Jack's talking on the mic as little as possible because that's you know <laughs> yeah or whatever. So what's the phone number? We actually got a ton of voicemails in. For which is another great segue for last week. Yeah, it was good. That was good. I liked it. Look at us, dude. We're fucking pros out here, bro. We don't even try. 
I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. We, I'm, we I'm, do this. I'm trying. We really do this shit. I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, we got we got some voicemails in. Um, I guess we should talk about our guest today. Today's guest is gonna be Jake Kane from the Casserolers, which is also like known as the fucking Weld Wizard. You can find him on Instagram as the Weld Wizard or Weld Wizard. And set the same guy that welds dicks on everybody's exhaust pipe when he fixes them for him. <laughs> and he built this bike called Toby, which if you've seen MAA in the last like year or so, you've seen this fucking bike, dude. I think the last two years, I think it's been like around for two years now. It took him a year to fucking build it or something. I don't know. This is the epic, sickest, fastest, craziest Tomos ever fucking made. Like so much custom work, so much time spent on every part and of it. And it's still just the fucking Tomos. <laughs> this guy is this, like this bike is who shit out New Jersey like if it wasn't for this bike there would be no New Jersey even though this was made after you know New Jersey like it's still like that dude like how this do you feel about just... that though like you put all this time and effort into a, a bike <laughs> custom welding sweating it out coming up with these clever ideas and then you end up and at the With end of the day, Tomos it's on still your a Tomos. The only question I have for him is whether or not his transmission fluid still leaks all over his chain. <laughs> That's all I want to know. It's a race bike, dude. man. You don't run fluids. This bike is fucking epic, dude. Like lighting, it's gorgeous. Lighting yeah, it's really everything. Nice. So much custom work. Like the wheels are like insane. Those Dreamer, vintage like, uh, Moby frames wheels. are just hot shit, dude. Made his own fucking pipe. Like insanity, dude. But we're gonna get in. We're gonna get into it with him today and. I'm pretty much gonna kick back and just let him give us the build thread because because last week was like no real information. Like someone called us and left us a voicemail. Oh, uh, I'm gonna insert that right here. I'm gonna come back after the fact. I'm gonna put that in right here. Someone left us a voicemail last week talking about um how we really just killed their brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, why don't you just play it so we can all enjoy it? This podcast oh is kind of brainwashed. It's great. Don't insert it after the fact because I'm never going to listen back. Dude, but it's like I got to find it. There's We got a bunch of voicemails, man. So, all right, so let's just go to the voicemail for a minute. Let's answer some of them. Listen to all the voicemails. Eventually, we'll come across it. Okay, that's a fun game. We can play that. Let's let's see what happens. Uh, What's your favorite moped sound, Jack? When they first start up All right, and continue some, running. Some of these are kind of dumb. <laughs> Instead so, of dying so, so let's go with this. Let's go with this first one. Here we go. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Hi. So I uh, spilled salsa all over my shirt, and I really don't know how to get rid of it. Can you please give me a hand? Salsa water. That's the only fucking hand you get, buddy. What did he spill all over himself? <laughs> Salsa. Salsa? Yeah, and just need a little help, dude. I mean, Did it help him dance? That's a good way to get on the show, you know? You spill some salsa. <laughs> you know, you call it in. Was it spicy? We'll play it. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the call. I'm going to start calling you guys and just leaving maybe ridiculous he, voicemails. Maybe he was trying to call his mom. All right, let's go to this one. Let's see if this Podcast is... Podcast is not your mother. Let's see if this one's serious or not. What's up, y'all? Francis from Atlanta. Uh... Man, y'all talk about ring gap all the time. Tell us how do you set ring gap? I've done it a couple times, but for those of those of us that don't know, why don't you give a little uh, demonstration on that? And last time I checked, Danis is or at least was affiliated with Motion Left Mopeds. That's a real thing. Yeah, that's good. And uh, 
Yeah, sometimes I feel like y'all just ramble for an hour and you fucking blow it, but... I mean, I'm the real dumbass for sitting there and listening to it, <laughs> wasting my headphone battery at work. I could be listening to, uh, I don't know, how to invest in 401ks or other smart stuff, but nope. It's like killing my brain cells. There so, fuck your car, ride a moped. Later. <laughs> there it is. Fuck your car, ride a moped! Yeah, uh, ring gap, though. Ring gap, just grab a file. Take the ring, pinch it on the file, and file it down as long as it's like... Yeah, but how do you like... actually set the measurement of it yourself? So you take... Oh, I always just make it the size of an NKG uh, spark plug box. That's not how you do it. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. that's what I do. So that's you... what I do, too, usually. Just, unless it's... About... It'll be close. Yeah, it's close enough. It'll be close enough. But for the most part, because like most of the kits are the same size. So... Most of the kits are like 47 millimeter, 45 mil, like something. They're all about the same. Yeah, I take a loose ring. I slot it into the top of the cylinder... And, and then I your... take the piston and just make sure it's level in there. I look at it with a light and uh, then uh, just give it to the guy who bought the kit and says, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but for real, that's pretty much it. You take your ring off of the piston on your brand. So you get a brand new kit. It's got the piston. It's got the ring on it. You take the rings off of the piston. You put the ring inside of the cylinder. And you kind of want to do it in two places. You want to do it at the top above the transfers and you want to do it at the bottom below the transfers. If you do one and that's all you do, you're probably going to be fine. But, yeah. you know, you're supposed to technically... Especially if you're setting it with a cardboard box. Yeah. You're, you're technically <laughs> supposed to do both, you know. And then you use your piston to level out the ring to make sure it's level. And then you're supposed to take your feeler gauge and you put your feeler gauges in it to get the right gap in the ring. And to know what gap you need, literally just go to Google and put in Moped Army Ring Gap. And it's in the wiki section. will give you a fucking chart that's already made for like, you know, however many, like whatever the size bore the cylinder is, it'll have ring gaps beside them. It's a big chart already figured out for you. So it's really easy. Yeah, I don't know what the measurement usually is, but it's probably somewhere around 12 to 16. It's, it's like, like I can, give, them, I can give you the math to it, but it's that's, too much but that's math pointless. For me. I've already got an NKG spark. That's what I'm saying. Box. You don't need the math. You and just like go to the chart. It's already done for you. I usually take the, the ring and uh, just like the hard edges on the outside and just chamfer those a little bit with a file. Or yeah, something yeah. Down. But you don't Cham have to do that shit. I always chamfer the edges of the ring just so it's not super sharp. And then you use a file. If you need to open your ring gap, use a, just a flat little hand file to open up the ring. Yeah. And then I hit it with like some sandpaper or something so there's no like sharp edges if you leave like really sharp edges from where you filed it it'll score the inside of the cylinder yeah well and like if it's a customer's bike i don't worry about it because i like repeat business <laughs> i think it'd be pro if you just like did ring gap for him like yo here's yeah. the, here's the cylinder for an extra five bucks or whatever oh, I, yeah, I i'll set the i'll set the ring gap for you that way it's here's a brand new kit with the ring gap already done like that's pretty clutch if you're like. Shit, I got a, a kit the other day. I pulled out for we were doing ladies' moped build weekend, and the uh, the fucking <sighs> skirt was bent on it from uh, treats, which is not a surprise. That shit happens, but I gotta call those dudes and try to figure that out. But sometimes you can tap them, you know, give them a little love tap, or whatever. You know, yeah. I've done it before, but as soon as I tap this pitch, it split right off. Mm. That's what like, happened. That piston yeah. and that dr kit I got from um, from Zach Smog. I went to run it. I was putting in a new setup for a side bike or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, look, the piston, the piston, this little hairline crack in it. And I'm Ooh. like, motherfucker, dude, that thing's gonna explode. Just, yeah, break something. I was like, just order a new one now. Don't even, don't even test the waters, bro. No, nah, it's not worth it. All right, let's get in the next, uh, the next voicemail. Let's see what we got. All right, I like it. Hey, this Nick from New York. I promised Tommy hey. a couple of those, uh, the phone mount from the Revel scooters I happen to have stolen. 
hundreds of them. I'd like to know an address I can mail them to, so you guys can earn the enjoy the fruit of my labor. <laughs> yeah, First Nick. time caller, occasional listener. Love the show, guys. Keep it up. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Yeah, thanks for hosting us. But up, Jet, and I had a good time shitting on New York. Dude, so New York has these uh, rentable scooters that you can ride around New York. They're called the Revel. Is this incriminating? Fuck it, dude. They don't know who they are, dude. Are they like scooters, like uh, like a, a scooter scooter? Or yeah, they're, they're like scooter scooter. scooters. Here? No, they're scooter scooters like a little toilet you can sit on. Okay, yeah. Like full-size Vespa-esque. Yeah, and you, okay. can, you can rent them and ride them around. Okay. And they come with these awesome foam mounts. And... <laughs> All the boys in New York are literally <laughs> just been like stealing the phone mounts off these rentable scooters. So now they all have their own phone mounts, but they're all like stolen from these scooters. Ooh, that's great. Yeah. He's like, I got hundreds of them, man. Bo- box them up and and send a few to fifty four ten Jefferson Street, Richmond, Virginia two three two two three. That also goes with any fan mail or like swag you want to send out. We'll get it. Just drop it in the mail. And we'll pick it up and bring it to the podcast. And pick pick on it. Make fun of it or whatever. Or something you want us to uh, throw in the next raffle for like, you know, your fellow moped community members, dude. Yeah. Weren't you able to give away another intake? No, because no one fucking called in about the porn thing, dude. I still got it. Sitting on the fucking counter in my dresser Ooh. or whatever, you know? Opportunities knocking. But yeah, Nick. You got that you got that address now, just now from Thomas, dude. Uh, Nick's supposed ahead, to man. come see me soon. Send that shit over, dude. We'll take one, man. Or two or three or five. Ooh, we can give some away in the raffle. That's what I'm saying. Some fucking rebel we'll fucking phone phone uh, mounts, man. Rebel rebel. Alright. Man, there's so Ooh. many, dude. Let's do let's do there's only two more that really matter, I guess. I don't know. Let's hit it. Hey, this is Adam from northern Michigan. Uh first time caller, long time listener. Uh had a question for you guys. What's your craziest Craigslist encounter? Uh, could be either the craziest place or the craziest person. I ran into a guy about six years ago up in Kalkaska, Michigan, that was an absolute psychotic nut job, and I still ended up with the deal. A white Newport had to have it for a hundred bucks, but this dude's name was Tiny, and he was in the Outlaws, a former Outlaws Detroit motorcycle gang member. And the guy was nuts, and it was a really sketchy place. So uh, keep doing what you're doing, guys. Uh, keep up the good work. All right, take care. I'll bet Tony was probably nuts. It wasn't his fault. It's just riding that shitty Harley Davidson everywhere, all that vibrating, <laughs> just fucking scrambled his little pea-sized brain into fucking nothing. I'm dude. sure it's not his fault. Tony's probably a really good dude at heart, and just you know, you, you caught him after he got off his motorcycle. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Thanks for the call, bro. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, uh, I don't know. You got anything? You gotta, does, it have you got, to, does it have to be moped related, or it can be any Craigslist? Because I got, I know you got some weird Craigslist I, shit. Dude, I got a fucking pirate. Weird stuff. Hit All it. Right, so back when I was like when I was like seventeen, when um, I was a child, back when I was a wee lad, uh, I was trying to buy my first car, um, and I went, I went to go look at this black Honda Civic. I think it was like a nineteen ninety eight or something. Not not important. And I really liked the car. And the dude just started getting real weird on me, started offering to, like, give me discounts for, like, sexual favor. It was very, very strange. And then he didn't want to let me leave as I'm, like, trying to get out of there, like, driving my parents' minivan. Like, he, like, did not want to let me leave. Kept following me around the parking lot. It was, it was creepy. I have a feeling that in, in the Craigslist world of buying and selling shit, that when people come to my house, I'm the fucking weird guy. 
because I start talking about mopeds and telling them about the culture and like you guys should come out and hang out. We're having a girls' wrench weekend and like all kinds of dumb shit trying to sell it. And then I feel like I'm like, oh man, maybe I went too hard trying to sell this. Maybe, maybe they're not calling me now because I was a touch too enthusiastic or something. You were a pretty weird Craigslist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how Jackson oh, Travis met. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were a pretty I weird him, Craigslist experience. I was experience. like, meet me in the alley. <laughs> yeah, I was like wandering around the block around your garage, like for like 10, 15 minutes, like trying to find you. With dreadlocks in oh. one, in like just like a, a real unusual look on his face, That's like a great. scared rabbit. Um, I had no idea what I was getting into, <laughs> and you just like handed me this Vespa, and was like, "Yeah, you ever ridden one of these before?" Nope. All right, well, get on it and ride it around the block. And another Craigslist guy that fucking about broke his leg and wrecked my shit. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> that was a great story. I think yeah. that was one of our first episodes. I think that was like episode one or two or something. Man, this guy bought Thomas's Vespa and like took it on a test ride and wrecked it down the street. Thomas referred to him as uh, this fucking Yankee. Douchebag. <laughs> um. God, He's probably a, into mopeds now. He's that probably, was a great bike, dude. I can't believe you sold that one. I know. Red. So many. Vespa Grande. I just could put the ride, wheels on it. Could ride fucking three up Ouch. and like never miss a beat. Like, oh, that was perfect. I'm trying to get that Vespa that I bought, the first moped I bought. I'm trying to get that back. Nah, dude, fuck it. Let that shit slide, bro. Nah, dude, he doesn't ride it anymore. He's thinking about selling it. And I'm just like texting him like, kind of want it back. That's funny. Randwin Park. Um, That's the Monte Carlo. That's got the, the sick ass. Yeah, it doesn't run shops. anymore. Yeah. It just, it doesn't start up anymore, so I, I might I, be able to get it for cheap. I once uh, was selling a Streetmate. This kind of reason. This was within the last year or something. Because I can't think of one where I've gone and made like, a guy, and it was kind of weird. Maybe when I got the Cobra, and it was just some weird, like, good old boy out in the country, and just, like, had a Cobra under a tarp that he, like, had never started, and it was just, like, he just polished it all the time. Like, that was kind of oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that, that it was, really nice one, one you yeah, got, right? it was hard seas. Like, he definitely had never started it, and he just, like, kept it under a tarp, and then he'd, like, polish it and, like, Make it, it look and, real and, nice. wax it down, and that's all. It just sat in I the got, room. I got this guy that I uh, was hitting up. He has hit me up for, like, parts for a minute. He had a Tomos, uh, I guess, yeah, street made, the big motorcycle, like, mm-hmm. weird gas tank thing. And uh, he was a young dude, you know, lived down in the city, like, down by the clock tower, like, right in the bottom. Would hit me up. I need these parts. Would never come get them. And then he's like, "Oh, well, can you just fix it for me?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll come fix it for you." And he's like, "I'm just gonna sell the bike, man. I can't get it to run. Maybe come get it." I'm like, well, "What do you want for it?" You know, give me a price. I think I ended up paying him like 250 bucks for it or something. It was a decent bike. It was okay. And I went over to pick it up, and he's like, "Oh, it just doesn't run, man. I can't get this. it. Never, you know, like it ran good one time. And it just doesn't run now." I took it home and literally put gas in it. It's fucking <laughs> out of gas. Sounds like me. And then I sold it to Matty Boat in Baltimore. That's funny. Oh, nice. I remember, those guys. I remember so- that one kid that like got a bike and he like I'm like I gave him all the links and everything like here, this is how mopeds work. You gotta mix gas in it with oil and this and that and the other. And then like it wasn't working, he went to Sal, it wasn't working, he went to you, and then like you and Tommy called him one day and like, Yeah, you need to put oil in it, man. And he just went to the auto zone down the street. Oh, black dude, yeah. And, yeah, and poured it a whole quart yeah. <laughs> of fucking oil yeah, dude, into, into the trip. gas. He'd come over and he didn't want to buy any tools, right? And he was always on a budget and his mama come over in the fucking minivan. The minivan, yeah. Yeah, it was grandma or something and, and like unload the bike and she was pissed. It was a brand new, nice ass Kia minivan and she was mad as fuck taking him over there. It was a toe spell backwards or something, or something yeah. spelled backwards, hot spell backwards, <laughs> or I don't know. But anyway, fucking uh, yeah, he would come over and uh, his ignition always be fucked, man. Oh man, I just need to get home. I just need to get to work for a couple of days, and we'd like, 
at the one time I super glued his fucking flywheel on and like hammered it on to try to get it straight because his crank was just fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> you know, and I was like, uh, it might work. You know, and it, it worked for a minute, but you know, people are they're dumb. They fucking just as yeah. soon as it's working good, it's like, ah, oh, freedom! I'm gonna <laughs> jump this shit, potholes. Uh, you know, I sold a I sold a street man to like this straight up African dude one time, and he just like shows up like no helmet, no lock, like he's coming to buy the bike, no money, and I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? He's like, yeah, I want the bike. I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, where's the money? Where's your helmet? How are you going to get this thing home? I was just going to ride it. Like, you need a helmet and to money. ride it. And, and money. money. Yeah. And I was like, all right, man. Where do you live? Like, you live kind of like on my way home. And I was like, listen, I'm going to put the bike in the car. I'll drive you to the bank. You can get the money. I'll drop you off at your house. I like. No, man. I have this above... lovely rug and a table that I'll <laughs> yeah. trade you for this bike. Going above and beyond to make the sale, dude. Like, people are crazy. Craigslist is a weird place. Next. Man. Next. Um, he actually said his first voicemail sucked. This is our boy Eric from QCP. What's good? Yo, what up, Moped Monday fam? What up, Jake? Man, Toby is probably the most fun and scariest bike I've ever ridden in my life. This is Eric from QCB. I got a question for y'all. On Vespa stuff, Thomas, aiming in your direction. What is the hottest you would run a cast iron cylinder? Many Oh, did it cash out? Yeah, cashed out, dude. Who knows what happened to this phone call? But yeah, man. Uh, I thought there was more to it. No, that's it, bro. What's the hottest you'd run a cast iron cylinder, man? All the way to the scene of the breakdown. <laughs> as hot as you can run it. I mean, it's cast iron. Like, any cast iron kit's going to, you know, push 425, 450, no problem. And still survive, you know. It's just as long as the piston doesn't melt down. 450 is fucking hot, bro. Yo, it's fucking up there, but I've done it. You can do it, you know. That That's what the Grande used to push on a stock cylinder. It was pushing that all the time. You know, two people on it ripping, trying to climb a hill in Gettysburg. Fuck, dude, that thing was trying to kill itself. It would lose, the rings would get so hot, they would stick to the cylinder wall and create, like, loss of power. And so you'd have to, like, wrap it to try to cool it down. And you'd be doing 40. And all of a sudden, you're like, this bitch won't do over 28 miles an hour, 26, 25. You're just yeah. like, all right, I guess I'm going 24, 25 for a minute and just cool it off and chill out. And the bitch will come back to life and yeah, off you go again. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but I had a paranoia gauge for that. It was it was up there, dude. <laughs> Shout out paranoia gauge for all my boys out there rocking temp gauges. You can do it. I don't recommend it. Yeah, I don't ride that shit anymore, dude. Nah. Temp no, gauge. I'm saying I don't recommend that temperature. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, well, I don't, I don't recommend even having one. Like my Hobbit. Like, I'm just riding. I'm like, man, this thing smells kind of hot. And yeah. I'm just like, that's about all I got. Yeah, I, I run <laughs> Turn your Dr. Dre down and listen to that motherfucker singing at you. It's like, oh, this smells a little funny, dude. <laughs> I'll run a temperature gauge, like, after I put a brand new kit on and I'm, I'll, like, breaking it in. But that's... I'd have more luck putting a temperature gauge in my ass and seeing how hot, <laughs> hot I am. Dude, we need to try We need to try those dose uh, temp gauges. I have one. Someone reviewed have them, one. but I, I haven't. Have I haven't. I, haven't I got really a whole box of them. Yet. Let's try them out, man. I was, I was supposed been... to send one out, and because I did a raffle and I never sent it out yet, and I've just been like slacking. I've been busy as fucking. Sorry, but I've got three more. Yeah, I still got his address. It's his, and I'm gonna send him some extra shit. So it's whatever. He'll get it all. I've been gonna... thinking there's got to be a way to make like a more accurate temperature gauge out of like a head gasket to get a more accurate reading of like the you actual talk to me about cylinder. Because I mean, just get like a hot uh, copper head gasket and wire it up. 
you could there's work. enough space between the cylinder and the head itself, like you could get an actual reading on what the cylinder. They at make a thing the... that does it through your exhaust. You can uh, mount a screw like yeah, into your I've exhaust. Seen, I've seen those. I've but that's a those. whole different tone. Yeah, yeah. But and if you you, you got to know what it is, you got to know what temperature yeah, you're looking for. What the scale is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's the opposition of like uh, welding a block? You know, just welding a, a block onto the side of your kit somewhere, like in, in between the fins and tapping and drilling and tapping it. Oh yeah. So instead of having to screw it through the uh, piston, I mean the spark plug every time, it's just screws to the side of the head. Yeah, and then you can read it from the exhaust side. Probably. That actually would be pretty clutch. Like, yeah, that could be cool. And then Dude. you're really gonna see you're not running 350. You're running 7,000. <laughs> It's over nine thousand. Uh, temperature doesn't go that high, guys. Yeah, dude. But yeah, uh, Eric just did mention Toby and Jake Kane, so that's kind of a good way to segue into that. So let's make this call, man. Yeah, thanks for the calls, guys. Keep them coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we shout out the phone number one more time, or should we do it at the end? Eight six seven five three zero nine. Shut the fuck up, prospect. God, you haven't got patches yet. <laughs> You're still a prospect. Ah. Stir, stir my drink with your finger, prospect. Uh, don't do that. That's fucking gross. Gross. That's a dirty finger stir, right stir there. Stir my drink with your dick. Uh, <laughs> Remember where my dick's been? No, this is... Uh, yeah. In some other dude's mouth? We'll, no, no, we'll talk about that off the clock, man. I want to know where that dick's been for real. Nah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So our phone number for the voicemail, if you want to give us a call, it's uh, 804-638-638. 9533 and you can hit us up and we'll try to play your voicemail on the show and answer any questions you got and it also gives us something to talk about that's moped related ding, isn't, ding, ding, ding. isn't that cool aren't you aren't you proud of us we're not talking about nugget porn this time nugget what <laughs> nothing <laughs> did somebody say nuggets <laughs> so here we go man call big jake He's probably doing Yo. Those. Yo, JK, what's good? What's happening? Oh, dude, not much, man. Welcome we to Brabcast. Uh... This is <laughs> Brabcast. Welcome to Brabcast, Ashley Ackley. Yo, you guys had an epic episode on Brabcast, dude. Uh, it was the longest. Yeah, the longest. Uh, what was it? Episode like it was ever. like over two was it over two hours? Was yeah. it an hour and a half? They had a long know. one, dude. It was a fucking marathon podcast episode. I had did to, you listen? Did you listen to the whole thing? I listened to the whole thing, and I had to like. I, it took me multiple tries. I had to like stop and like come back at <laughs> what it do another they call day. It on, like the TV show, and it's like uh, you know to be continued. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys, you guys murked that podcast. I know. We just talked about it, man. We it's said sad, that, kind but, of. But, but at the beginning of this episode, we were just like, man, R.I.P. to Brabcast, dude. You guys, Ashley actually did it first, but fuck, man. She did it. No, she did it. Way, she's awesome, to too. She, that. That's important. She's, she's good shit, but you uh, you guys came in, and then it just kind of, the other one just kind of died off. Yeah, but it was there for a good reason, man. It, like, it, started it was inspirational. The, yeah, it was inspirational. Even though I never heard game. it. Like, oh, dude! I heard uh, it. there's there's some really good episodes on there, like Rebel Moby and shit. Like, oh yeah, what dude. Rebel Moby's episode's pretty good. <laughs> that guy is an internet hawk, Just... man. He's always like sending some cool. He's shit on out. there. He's so funny, dude. I want to check out how many posts uh, Rebel Moby has compared to Will. <laughs> <laughs> Two more. I don't know, Rebel Rebel Moby. I guess uh, he gave up on MA. Did he? I think so. I think he was like sick of it, and now he's just a he's a Facebook hawk now. Damn. Yeah. Don't every every birthday 
every anniversary. Oh yeah, he's got he's got like cute greeting cards for like every birthday. Yeah, it's fucking great. That's great. <laughs> I, I, you know, like it's dumb, but I really appreciate it. I think it's funny. Yeah, no, he's it. great. He's like moped grandpa or something. I don't know. Shout out to you. What's that? Your clock? You got to go to work, man. No, this is my watch, man. I I got it set. It it beeps every hour, you know, so I can keep track of time. It's really dumb. You know, I shouldn't do that. So how'd you get into Moby Canes? He's not even in <laughs> I actually do have a Moby. I, I built a I built a a fifty cc like uh, um, stock modified race Moby Cane that I raced at like one of the top fest races, and I I won the stock class that year. Oh hell yeah! I won I won the I won the trophy that I made myself. So I couldn't. <laughs> I was like, I don't want this. I I actually like kept it till the next year, till somebody else won it. Oh, that's funny, dude. <laughs> Okay, so so let's just get into like it's like winning your own raffle bike at the exactly. rally. Exactly. Like no Seven one knows. I told you no one in the club's allowed to put in a raffle ticket. <laughs> um <laughs> let's get into your history, dude. Like how'd you get into mopeds and like how'd you become a casteroller and how'd you get into welding? Those are like the top three that, I, <laughs> that we need to start with to lay the foundation for this crazy um, story. Alright, well like so I went to, uh, I guess, like, as a kid, like, I was, like, way into bicycles and, like, making hoopties and shit and, like, just, like, going alley shopping and, like, uh, picking up all kinds of, like, bike frames and, like, putting pieces together. And I always thought, like, when I was a kid, like, man, if if we could just attach a motor to one of these things or or if, or if I could weld, like, I'd be able to build whatever the hell I wanted. Like, we'd be able to slap together some crazy-ass shit. So, uh... Uh, I guess that's kind of where that's my the like inspiration behind yeah the, the, the love of all, all that kind of shit got started, and then I I went to school for building hot rods because I got into like muscle cars and stuff, and I got a job at a shop doing that for like four or five years, and I worked at another shop where I was like building like art sculptures and stuff like that, and uh, and then I got the job that I'm at now. Uh, where I'm like the lead welder, trainer, product development at a aerospace TIG company. So that's well, what I that's what I do now. Special welding project. Baller! Where they got to put the <laughs> gas in the tube and close everything off and weld it from the inside out. That's pretty good. <laughs> Not from the inside out, but I mean, yeah, it's it's like purged on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, it's neat shit. I've seen how it's made. Fancy, <laughs> the fancy, the fancy welding. Yeah, the good shit. Yeah, you're. And Tyler, Tyler Augustine works with me. You guys, you guys interviewed him too. Yeah, yeah. you're actually. Are you? I think you're the first person to be on from the same club. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And and both of us were both on Brabcast. I know. So I'm the second person to be on both podcasts. Brabcast. <laughs> you guys have done it, dude. Casserolers for the win. That means you guys send us a casserole already. Oh man, like or, Tyler said, that 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 didn't work out so well. People like, were just like bummed about it. I don't know. Those days are over. I think yeah, it, I think we don't make casseroles is, anymore. The trick is, I think you got to send like a coupon for like a free Stouffer's casserole. There we go. Ooh, that'd yeah. be pretty clutch. Yeah. <laughs> go pick one up at the grocery store. Yeah, here's a, here's a voucher, you broke asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you hungry ass motherfucker. Yeah, this uh, I've been looking at your bike online, and it's kind of like 
man, I don't know how to describe it other than like a literal piece of art that's slightly understated and it's like color scheme and things like that. Like it's it's understated the way you look at it because you're just like, oh, it's just a moped. But then when you get to looking at it, you're like, oh, wow, that's that's pretty fucking sick, man. Yeah, I, I put a... I put a lot of work into making it look like I didn't put a lot of work into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw some of the build thread. It's 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 insane. Yeah. Like, no, who else is out there in the game is fucking rusting their bike on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> and how do you feel doing all this work and in the end you still just have a fucking Tomos? I know, just a fucking Tomos. <laughs> I got, I got how about that. how about that haters of Tomos page, man? That thing's popping uh, off. Right? Yeah, <laughs> man, I got a question for you. Does your, yeah. Does your transmission fluid still leak all over your chain? Oh, sorry. What was that? Do, does your transmission fluid still leak all over your chain? No, no. Damn. He, no, I got, the, I got that. I got that corrected. I On use... my daily rider, Tomos, it still does though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always buy one of those new uh, collar things, and then that uh, the treat sells that nut with the. Uh... Uh, the little um, oh yeah the seal, seal. the yeah. little seal on it yeah. right so like fucking years ago I made one of those like myself and uh, it works great I think actually that's probably why my daily rider is is leaking is because I I just need to replace those seals because like yeah I just took a nut and I welded like a small piece of tube where a seal would fit into it and I made one of those and now they sell them I'm like shit I should I should have been doing that. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the some people uh, just you can buy the new little uh, I don't know what the hell that little washer is you know right behind the sprocket nut and all that shit the little brass or you know metal washer but I've seen people take those because they get grooved and just simply flip them over to get some extra life out of them too. Yeah, um, there's some there's definitely a lot of tricks you can do like the back side of that sprocket is is where a lot of the oil will actually seep out so you can like put some RTV on the back side of the sprocket before you actually put it on yeah and that'll help too i've seen people pack it full of grease yep yep shit like that exactly yeah. like cup grease you know like the heavy shits because that way it won't like and that cup grease will just keep smearing around and almost keep like yeah. a kind of a tight seal back there these are all great things for me to know because i got to rebuild a tomos here in the next like week or so yeah there's a lot of little tricks that i do and that i know about that like most people haven't even begun to think of oh yeah well now it's on the internet so everyone knows no no let's, let's, <laughs> let's dive into that dude top five secret tomos tricks from jake kane <laughs> buy a pook no. oh, <laughs> <man. laughs> number two buy a vespa <laughs> uh i don't know like so definitely like the tomos clutches are shit and it, once you start putting power through them dude if you can get a hold of a uh treat jammer like those are game changer for sure like those are those are so good yeah jack's here uh, that's the other guy that was talking to you a second ago he's got a treats and jammer in his i think but didn't you already chip a tooth on it no no the so, clutch pad or something no i um when i bought the jammer my uh output shaft had stripped itself um to my sprocket the jammer clutch is actually great i was having some issues with it because when i put it in i put the medium springs in and I was just not getting what I wanted out of it. I dropped down to the lighter springs, and that shit is, it's fucking great now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love that clutch. It, I what, really yeah. feel it. What kit are you running with your, uh, with your jammer? 
Gila, dude. You run the Gila kit? On mine? Yeah, yeah. I, I have the Gila. And do you love Wait, it? I have a question. He said the output, uh, the output shaft strip, like like the like the inside teeth of your uh, main sprocket. The, like yeah, the, so, the external where it hooks to the sprocket. Yeah, so like on the main gear, there's that shaft that comes out that has the splines on it that yeah. the... Yeah, that stripped out completely. This was back in Like the March. splines on the shaft or the, the splines spline? inside of the sprocket? Both. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Both. Damn. Epic failure. I was like revving yeah, because, to the moon uh, and not going I was, anywhere. I was shearing the teeth. Like when I was first building this bike and I was like trying to test and tune it, I was shearing teeth out of uh, output gears left and right. Like it was bad. And uh, I, I eventually like just realized that the output shaft was like worn out. And that's what was, and then also like so the like second the gear, was second gear shuttering, yeah, the second gear shuttering was like basically jamming that back and forth, and then eventually like stripping the, the teeth out. Yeah, hmm. Justin, there's another guy, Justin uh, in Richmond. He's got one of his, and he had the same thing with the second gear shutter for a minute. But I think he did the same thing and lowered the spring so they engaged a little earlier, and then changed his fluid up to give it a little more slip. So it wasn't such an aggressive grab, and I think he's been cake ever since. Yeah, yeah, that's I've what you need. You need exactly. it to you need it to slip really well. Um, running better fluid definitely makes a difference, but I, I actually like running a really heavy spring on there, so it, it doesn't engage until late, and it, it engages slowly. I'm gonna be honest with you. I run Seven Eleven ATF fluid, and it's awesome. Like it's it's awesome. Is I, it uh, just like straight ATF? Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, okay. Like I've got super I've got, thin. Yeah, just plain I've got Jane. a decent, like a nice little bit of slip in there. Like I don't feel like it's like grabbing or putting too much force anywhere on the bike. Like, I it, mix a little oil in my shit. Yeah, I'm a daily rider. I just run like uh, O'Reilly's, which is like just a basic auto parts store. I just run O'Reilly's Type F, like in there. The, the, and the, the reason I don't fuck around and I tell nobody to fuck around with like different like ATFs is because they run like different detergents and shit like that. And that uh, you don't know what's going to eat your cork clutch pads. Like if you're still running cork on yeah, either that... of your gears, type F does not mess with that shit. Yeah, but that, anything else you put in there might. A, right? Yeah, it calls for type A, but you cannot find type A. I mean, if you can find type A, run it. But type F is the is the replacement, basically. And the other shit I use is like the uh, the it's like the fifteen dollar. It's not Amsoil, but it's like the real fancy dinosaur oil stinking transmission fluid. And I've had good luck with that, not eating the material up and like ungluing it. Uh, the Amsoil. It's, it's not Amsoil. It's like Lucas or something. Oh, okay. Cause I got Amsoil Super Shift, and that that shit's dope. Yeah, that shit's real good. I like that stuff. But this is like the uh, the Lucas brand, you know, like it fits Nissans and Honda transmissions and all that shit. So it's real. It doesn't have a lot of like acids in the detergent or something, so it doesn't fuck with mm -hmm. corks. Yeah, yeah, that cork is really touchy, and and like people blow up. Also, don't overfill. That's a really common. Misconception. misconception yeah yeah whether yeah, you're drinking like, don't, at the bar don't, don't or... overfill overfill is what ends up like actually blowing out your seals and making it leak even worse on the rear and then so if you want to delay your shift like it's better to change springs than it is to try and like overfill or or even just change your oil in something that you trust 
But if but you got don't, stock, don't like overfill it. If you got <laughs> some stock shit, if you're bone stock and you're a knob and you're trying to shift late, then go for it. Yeah, <laughs> but then you, then you're gonna blow out your seals too, though. Like a, a stock, a, like a stock Tomos will be like perfectly pristine, like no problems, and then somebody overfills it, and all of a sudden they're spitting oil all over the back wheel. Well, good, because it's probably someone who's just getting into mopeds. And, like, to, Thomas they need to, to learn their lesson, right? <laughs> yeah, like, how to build it. Like, for Pooks, Pook has, like, a tiny little vent in the top, you know, for it. And I'm surprised Thomas doesn't have some sort of, like, transmission vent. Tomos does have a, a transmission vent, but it's still just, like, it just builds up too much pressure in, in the... Um, I guess in that area and it just it just leaks out the seal and then once that seal leak is created then it's no going back yeah replace the seal or just push <laughs> it in and wait a week and do it yeah. over. or just keep wiping your wheel off and you know <laughs> just put in some more in there don't turn left real deep in the corner only right yeah especially if it's wet outside and you got that oil slick on your on your on the left side of your wheel <laughs> you're running that like tire from 1970 that's fucking bald yep <laughs> or you got that one busted shock so that one side of the tire keeps rubbing on the fender and you got that sweet line but you uh, think it looks good why you gotta talk about my tires like that bro <laughs> <laughs> Alright, dude, so let's let's fucking let's go deep, man. Let's, how, first, how did you become We're a casserole? Deep up in your ass. You how did you become a casseroler? Um Yeah, so like I I uh I was working at that hot rod shop and uh and uh, I was out at a bar one night and I saw this like group of mopeds and I was like, what the fuck? Like that's awesome. <laughs> uh uh it looked like something I could do in like my spare time. It didn't take up as much room as a car and uh people can afford it yeah exactly and so i went home and i started looking on craigslist this is like nine or ten years ago and uh i found some bikes and like within two weeks i i was the proud owner of a, a top tank uh targa lx <laughs> cafe racer yeah exactly i i had that i definitely had that noob like mentality where i was like well this is a top tank like that looks way cooler <laughs> now <laughs> like oh man those, those step throughs those look like girly bikes i want i want a top tank my mentality now i, de now I definitely i have an appreciation for every moped and and top tanks are kind of lame you yeah, my, my, my <laughs> only mentality for top tanks is like oh i don't have to stop for gas as often well, exactly. Like uh, my so that that bike is my daily rider still. Um, it's gone through a couple of things. I went, I got a big accident in it, got crashed up, basically replaced everything. But it's still what I call my daily rider. And that one, I've I put thousands and thousands of miles on that thing. So and Dude, yeah, it's great because it holds a gallon and a half. So I feel like I feel like top tanks try a little bit too hard to look like a motorcycle, whereas like mm -hmm. a step through definitely is like that's not a motorcycle that's a that's a exactly. that's kind of what it is dude it's like everyone who wants to get a moped doesn't want to look like when they're new they don't want to look lame exactly so they're like they're like oh i want the bike that looks like a motorcycle so they can fake the funk you know is that like uh, when the 51 all day dude that when the 5150 kickers came out it was like oh i can't <laughs> afford a real chopper so and i don't want a moped so i'm gonna buy this like really <laughs> stupid looking tube frame thing that's obnoxiously loud and slow as fuck dude i haven't seen one of well, those in years after i got into my accident like i restored the uh the the top tank and i made it look cool as fuck and like just sleek as hell 
And then, you know, and then you get in one uh, rally wagon and the thing gets <laughs> scratched up and you're like, all right, game on now. Now I can fuck it up. Yeah, like, yeah that's all and, about Richmond uh, bikes, man. Yeah, They're Justin, all trash. Justin's top tank got all messed up. That's uh, like kinda, going to New York. That's a big thing for everyone who's like in the mopeds. It's like you want to get your moped and like, you're like, man, I'm going to paint it and I'm going to get it nice <laughs> and this bike's going to be sweet. Everyone's going to be like, oh, man, your bike looks cool, bro. But it's like. When you're deep in the game and you're like, I'm trying to go to rallies. You know better. Yeah, you're throwing. Yeah. Dude, I remember like six years ago in Richmond, we're putting, like, everyone's painting bikes here, dude. We're putting bikes in the trailers with, like, blankets and bungees <laughs> and bubble wrap, like, yep. all sorts of bullshit, dude. Yeah, because I, I, I do paint work for a living, so I was, like, painting a fucking moped a week, man, easily. And everybody's like, I want Sparkle Flake or I want, you know, Jet Black and this thing. So I was like... Going to the shop and, you know, lay some fucking paint on a frame real quick, glass it out, and next time, next week, another one. Next thing you know, rally time comes and everybody's got lots of wasted time, lots of blankets, <laughs> lots on, of bungees. Watch my bike, man. Watch, watch my, my bike, bike man. bro. Come I'm going to take man. my foot pegs off. I'm like, dude, I don't, man, we're putting 15 goddamn bikes in the back of a truck boat truck. <laughs> shit's going to happen, man. Don't worry about it. We'll just repaint yeah. it. Yeah. I, I used to have like M bars on it and it used to be so clean and now it's just like just beat to fuck and I have mm. I like mid-rise bars I have a mirror on it Ooh. and like a, a phone mount and a oh. and a oh this was this you was a, a game changer I put a I put a, a a milk crate on the back and I never took it off you oh, know you can't boy. you can't look cool with a milk crate <laughs> like on the fucking back of your moped yeah, you, like, you look stupid until you show up at the party with like all the shit you actually need exactly like got a beer you got fucking chairs like yeah <laughs> have you heard of the just the tip ride Oh yeah, dude! Aren't they having an epic one this year? Someone was telling me about this year. It's gonna be crazy. Uh, it's supposed to. It's supposed to be like I guess we're leaving on Friday instead of Saturday morning. They but told me yeah, it's, it's two hundred like, miles. Yeah, it's like a hundred miles up and hundred miles back out of Green Bay, up the Door Peninsula, uh, like up to the tip of that's, the peninsula, the and then back down. And uh, and you can't you, and you you're you're supposed to. This is the idea. You're supposed to carry all your shit with you. So, like, in, I don't know what it was, like, 2015 or something, 2014, uh, I, I mounted an egg crate or whatever, milk crate to the back, and uh, and I had my backpack with my tent and all my clothes and everything in there, and it was so handy, like, I never took it off. And now, yeah, I show up to, like, places with, like, beers in the back. Anytime I want to go, like, I, I just throw my, I don't have to wear my backpack. I just throw it in the back. Yeah, I started downsizing my camping gear for doing shit like that. Like, I got a blow-up mattress pad that is the size of a beer can. I picked up, like, a little tiny folding chair. I need to get one of those. Dude, it's so yeah. great. I, I was uh, wrapping them off for a minute. That's the shit. I used it the other night because I slept in the camper and used that as, like, an extra pad. Yo, I left that raffle page like right away. I was like, "This is taking <laughs> way, this is taking way too much of my time. I don't need to be I don't need to be gambling on moped parts. Like, shit, oh, I'll just man. buy it." <laughs> I know it's so fun though. Sometimes you're like, "Damn, I just spent sixty bucks on raffles and lost all of them." I know. Like, like I could have, I could have just bought the shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> But it helps out some of the people that just are, are, are degenerate. No, I I get it. I just I was like, I need to get off of this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, me too.
<laughs> I, I can't even fucking gamble because I like I try to get the other rebels to like host a page. I'm like, you guys host a raffle and do it, and that way I can gamble, you know. That way you can have some fun. Yeah, <laughs> but it didn't work that way. So. No, you just you get to watch everybody else win shit, and you're just like sitting there like, damn it, yeah. all this work, I don't even get nothing. Well, I used to do it for there was a there was the same thing that we used to do for uh, armory, like pistols and shotguns and rifles and shit like that, knives, and that's how I learned how to do it. Was, was I got in that and I won a bunch of rifles and pistols and shit doing it. Nice. Sounds real. Uh, I don't Sounds even. Legal. I, you know, I was just thinking. Like, <laughs> I know I've met. I met Jason. I met uh, Biggie like a few times, but we've never like hung out or talked that much. But after this, oh boy, we're gonna be fucking tight. <laughs> we're gonna dude. be talking. Yeah, yeah. After I've been this. listening to all the <laughs> episodes, and and uh, I know at uh, MA twenty, Thomas, you were there. I met your dog. Oh yeah, yeah. She just passed recently. Oh, so, like that was cool ass little dog. Um. Uh, but I remember you riding around with it in the backpack, but I, I didn't, I didn't actually meet you. I, I'm, and then, uh, you were like passed out at that like flea market. <laughs> oh dude, the flea market. I brought my air lounger. Oh yeah. That's the fucking rally clutch <laughs> item right there. Dude. Yeah. That's another, what is thing. that? So remember at the, it looks like a big black vagina at the that flea you market, sit on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like laying on an inflatable couch, like where everyone's hanging out eating or whatever. It's like All a, right. it's a, it's a, it's like a couch that you can just like scoop air into. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Like it, it just looks like a, a big vagina. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just one. got like a slit down the middle. <laughs> yeah, I'm just laying in the slit, bro. And <laughs> yeah. It's dual purpose because I use that fucker as a raft. Yeah, it floats. Yeah, it floats really oh, good. Oh, nice. But those like fold, they fold down really good. They fit on any moped. That and a strap, man. You're good. Got yeah. a chair anywhere you go. I remember those being on like ads all the time. Oh yeah, that summer the they blew up. They were everywhere. Yeah, still Not a popular item, probably. Unless some like tragic shit happened where like the vagina <laughs> actually gave birth to a demonic monster. <laughs> <laughs> it lost the hype, like like fidget. It definitely happened shit. at a moped rally if that happened. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's tons of that shit out there. Yeah, the fidget spinner lost its hype. What's the, what's the new hot shit on? Uh, advertising on facebook right now that oh fidget like, spinners were hot as fuck at anime 22 yeah, they were hot that yeah let it let it rip let it let, rip jack let it rip jack oh. there's a fidget spinner right here it's got america all over america yeah i'm still, I'm still packing mine bro dude so at ma20 i remember being on the main ride and we're all out there getting it after you know I'm sorry, we're talking about it again. Decons, my bad, bro. But after you guys fell off and we're fucking leading the ride to this fucking <laughs> flea market, I'm chilling in the pack and I'm like, I'm going a pretty good clip. I'm doing 50 or something, 54, whatever. We're just chilling. And you're beside me on the Toby. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, man, this thing's fucking crazy looking, bro. I'm looking at it and I'm looking at it and I'm just like, man, this thing's pretty wild. And you and I like kind of, I, I don't know, I gave you like a head nod or something. And you just twisted the throttle and fucking took off. And like, we were already going like 50. And I was like, holy fuck, dude. Where does it stop? Dude, like, that's what that's I, what I, that's when I, I knew love. that bike was real. Like, because it's just like, I, oh my God. Yeah, that's when I knew that bike had it. Like, that bike I love that got shit. Like, sauce, when you, uh, that's why, uh, oh man, the, the two rallies I brought that to, it's been so much fun because, like, you got guys, like, with regular fast mopeds yeah. who are doing, like, 45 or 50 like full talk like just giving it and and i come up like sitting 
straight up right at like yeah. at like quarter throttle, I call eighth it the throttle. Mary Poppins position. And I just look over at them and they're just like trying to get it and Full I just like position. boom, just hit it and I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, I love that shit. It's man. so much fun. <laughs> you just look over and they look at you and they're going, yeah. How in the yeah. like the first time I saw a derby, I was riding my pook or something and it was like mildly kitted, nothing fancy. And these two dudes, and I, and I swear it was uh, Tyler, you know, come riding by me on a fucking derby, riding two up, two guys, just like whipped by me like nothing. I'm just like, how in the fuck are they doing that? Like, what yeah. kind of magic is in that shit? Fucking texting with one hand. Yeah. Fucking. I need some of that voodoo in my life. I want to ride yeah. two up with my buddy looking awkward as shit, blasting so on you, people. You guys, have, uh, you guys have talked about this a lot. Like, when you, when you uh, go to a rally... And you just like rolling up in a fast ass bike, and you're like, "Yo, I'm about to stun on everybody." It's <laughs> a whole reason <laughs> That's how I, I came, feel dog. like coming to a rally. I'm just like, "Yo, I'm gonna be the fastest bike." And then I rolled up to MA20, and the first fucking bike I saw was uh, Joe uh, Shudema's um, Hobbit. You know that one? Mm-hmm. The fucking the blue one. Yeah, it's like a blue fairing all, with an orange, orange frame. all custom frame. Just yeah, custom frame. And it, it's, is uh, it thing cut nuts? It's, it's a wild bike, dude. Dude, the thing's fucking wild. Yeah. And, uh, like, oh, what, what is a uh, build thread is um, the Hobbit engine plus bike build photo dump. So if if nobody knows if is if you don't know MA? what I'm talking about, look at look up that look up that bike. But that bike is is kind of like mine, like where it's like a really epic build thread, and his is even even more epic than mine. Like it's it's long as fuck. And so I had been following that, and I roll up to MA20 just thinking like, yo, I'm gonna stun on everybody. Everybody's gonna look like, Ooh. and then I see that bike, and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I got I got I got a challenger. I can't and wait till the next uh, time we show up and I get to bring out my trashy, my Vespa Cobra thing. <laughs> I gotta see a picture Shut of that, that thing, Tomos man. Almost down. I don't know. But, it'd be a close uh, yeah, race. me and Joe, we, me and Joe, were going like toe to toe the whole rally, and like just just having fun. And then and then there was that un, unfortunate race uh, incident. Yeah, fuck, dude. That that went uh, really Real really bad. bad. That guy fast, that was dude. in the mix, man, he was gnarly man he was just bouncing all over the place acting crazy beforehand too yeah. uh, said, that like, race should have never happened like everything was fucked up about all of it like i was super uneasy about it i talked to joe afterwards because we were the two in the front idea. we were the two we were the two that made it through yeah like we we were way ahead of everybody and then the dude came rolling out and hit uh, hit Ryan. I didn't take walking. part in it. I wanted to, but I'd had a couple of beers. My bike, it, you know, like it's. It, I think I'm was. I don't know if I was rocking the. I think I had the Gila then, like a Gila Pook Maxi. Like it, it clips off. It's pretty peppy. It's fast, but like I was like, fuck that. This is stupid, man. There's no way. It was. It was, and I I felt really really bad about it afterwards. And uh, 
Hey, yeah, we all so live, that, we all lived and nobody got <laughs> nobody got fucked up and it's a good lesson. Yeah, Hopefully, luckily, other, yeah. other people out there. If you're gonna yeah, host, I'll never if you're I'll rally, never like a street race like that again. Yeah, that if, you're, if you're hosting a rally, man, you got to think about other people. You can't just throw people out in the I wild. I don't even think it was like the people at the rally. I think it was just it like wasn't, cause it, cause it wasn't. It wasn't. It doesn't matter. It was other people who kind of that like, was the crazy together, thing yeah. is all the all the Decepticons uh, they all broke down, so nobody was leading the ride. So then some random dude who had actually been like kind of banned. This is what I heard anyways, is like some random dude was leading the ride and he decided he's like, Oh, we're gonna go to this race place and uh he brought us he brought the whole ride there and he had nothing to do with the rally. Yeah. And he like basically set this thing up. Cause I mean it, it was a good idea, like it would be fun, but it was just not well planned. You know, you need people keeping uh things organized there should have been a at least a test run around the track because when me and joe were racing like you can watch like joe's video we were being hesitant as fuck because we didn't know where we were going this is the first time we've ever even been on this road they're just like the dude was just like yeah just keep following it and go left (laughs) we're like what NASCAR. we don't even know where we're going yeah yeah but (laughs) my point is though for those if, if you're out there and you're hosting a rally or even if you're attending a rally Think a little bit about some of the dumb shit. Like, don't try to get people drag racing in the middle of a city with oncoming traffic. And, you know, like, yeah. come on, man. Like, there's lives at risk for real. You know, in the end, like, all seriousness, you know, like, it's serious in the end. You can get fucked up. Luckily, nobody did. People were in their gear. But the sound that those two helmets made crashing together is one you'll never, ever, ever get out of your head. Yeah. 50 yeah, to, 50 I never, to a I never, uh, I never heard it. I only, I only got the aftermath when I, when I pulled in after the race was over and people were like running over, and I was like, what the fuck? And then I was just really upset. <laughs> yeah, we like, I like to do the clutch race where it's like, all right, it's a slow, it's basically a racing with your clutch. You know, it's a short distance, and whoever can get going the fastest and across the line wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's not a top speed thing, you know, it's lots of fun. People can participate. Stock bikes have a hell of a good chance of winning it, you know. It's like a short drag race? Yeah, very short, but it's just short enough to barely let your clutches finish engaging. So huh. it's like all about how your clutch tuning. Or the lack of if you got a stock bike, you know, stock bikes just grab and go, you know. So there's a good chance that kitted out, you know, Hobbit or whatever might slip for days too long and that stock ass Tomos is gonna smoke you on the clutch race. Yeah. Or my Tomos. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably that. Well, I mean if it's grabbing good, you know, it's grabbing good. Dude, so let's let's start with this, dude. What are the what are the what are the finishing specs of the bike right now? Like top speed, like how'd it do like in the last race you went to, and then we'll get into like the whole build thread. Um So I still I've still only gone sixty seven on it. And uh, only 67. <laughs> and I so I say only because that was actually before like the majority of the modifications. Uh, because Ooh. I have never put it back to like tall gearing since because I've been racing with it. And also that was on like a like a neighborhood road. So yeah. I'd, 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 I'd really love to uh, put like tall gearing back on it and bring it out to the country and like take it to the and like do, do and do do like a full on like top speed run with it 
the 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 ideal would be to hit a deer. Uh, seven, 74. <laughs> so se- 70, 74 feet, 74 cc's, 74 miles an hour. I think would you got to be, be 75 because you got to you got to beat Eric's uh Eric's max. He's at 72, right? He's at 74. I thought he was at 72. Is it 72? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, 72.4. Four, 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 I mean, four. really, I'd love to get over 70. I know I can do over 70. I just haven't done it. I know. Um, as soon as I hit... 70, 74 would be like 74 for 74 cc's would be the ideal. But uh, I mean, that's not even it. I thought that was a priority early on, but it, it really hasn't come or back around. So like maybe eventually I'll do that. But right now I'm just racing it pretty much. And, uh, had you, those couple rallies. I you brought run the to. full leathers for racing all that shit. Yeah. Oh, what leathers are a game changer that, for sure. Like you, you, even you buy some like cheap ass Craigslist leathers or something like that. I'm I'm a small dude, so like I can't I can't find leathers on Craigslist. So I had to buy um, some really cheap leathers online. And uh, there's this site called uh, JacketsForBikes.com, and the the leathers are like 200 or 250 bucks. And they actually fit me. They're like really stiff and cheap. They tear easy. The zippers are crap. But I've been using an, uh, the same pair of leathers for like four years, three years, I guess. That's pretty good. And, life. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like what? Like With moped maintenance. racing. You yeah. race like once or twice a year at the most. Yeah, so. it's better than like you see some people running around, you know, with nothing on. Like I bought a new jacket today and some riding pants, you know, just because. I mean, I'm out yeah. there, you know, like I'm doing doing shit and I don't want to fucking eat it, you know, and not go to work the next day. Oh, I'm irresponsible as crap when it, <laughs> when it comes to like the normal everyday riding. <laughs> but Yeah. What is, uh, I've gotten I've gotten lucky. I, I'll, I'll be out there. I don't wear flip flops or anything, but I'll be out there in, <laughs> short, in, in shorts and a and a tank top like riding to Duluth or something. Yeah, but, it's it's. I guess it's all in context too. Like if we're going out Moped Monday, I know people are going to be hopped up and excited, and it's going to be dark. We're going to hit, you know, probably Riverside Drive, yeah. which is curvy, so like things like that. Yeah, you want to wear pants and gloves and yeah. And but a if I'm going to go, you know, A to B, yeah, I'm probably not going to get all dressed up, you know. Yeah, that's a uh, another thing that I've been doing a lot lately is I I wear gloves like every time I'm out because. You know, like your hands are the first thing to hit the ground. So not only that, but the gloves, the way they're designed, why they wrap around your wrist and you snug that thing, and it's important to do that is because yeah. when you land, it helps prevent your wrist from breaking. So mm-hmm. It's important to fucking strap that glove down on your wrist when you do it. You know, and you I just got work... new gloves today. I've been riding without gloves for like. A month yeah, now. I don't ride without gloves. That's mm-hmm. dumb. And you kind of work with your hands, so your hands are kind of important to you. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're it's exactly. That's that's the other thing. Like a big consideration is like, uh, I got I got my hands need to be good. You know, I got those uh, carbon fiber knuckle protectors and mm-hmm. shit like that on my gloves. Yeah, I, I own my own business, and like as soon as I bought my business, I went to work. You know, two weeks maybe, and then all of a sudden, I think this is. This wasn't the car that hit me. I think this is when I grabbed Corey's moped, trying to slow him down, but he was already in the throttle on his Tomos and hyperextended my fucking shoulder and, like, tore the ligament in it. It was, like, this arm, I think. I can't remember now, but I had to go to work and sand cars all day long 
one-handed and paint everything one hand and try to open everything like i couldn't even move my arm just hurt like a bitch yeah. i'm like how the fuck am i gonna make money and that was <laughs> that was the game changer for me i'm like a don't grab Corey's bike <laughs> two b buy some fucking gear so you're not road rashed up and scraped all the three shit. get you some motherfucking stem cells on deck baby stem cells, <laughs> oh, we'll shoot that thing up real quick shit that'd be great we yeah. need to get that like on the on the regular over the counter stem yeah. cells. I need those stem cells <laughs> stem that cells, make you eh? thicker and wider. <laughs> Isn't that the same thing? Uh, so you can actually get stem cells put in your penis. That's a thing. That's can it's you? real. Oh yeah, it's a thing. Well, it's I know real. they do like that thing called the penile extension, where they snip some kind of tendon or whatever to make it longer. Uh, but I don't know anything about that one. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm gonna get those old man testicles where you can just pump your dick up anytime you want. There's like some men's health article about like like. Uh, like, you know, some dick growth stuff, and they did stem cells in one of them. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, yeah, it's probably stem cell for You anything. had to get it from, like, you had to go to, like, Mexico or something to get it done. Oh, yeah, that's unsafe. And, and then they had to send you the stem cells and then, like, have a doctor or whoever you trust to, like, in, inject them. But you have to do it same day. Ooh. Yeah, crazy shit. I don't trust anyone. That shit definitely don't work. But it's your own Man, stem cells. There's, there's no way. There's your no own way. stem cells. Are you take it out your back from or something. Yo, if that shit worked, everybody would be doing it. Come on. Everyone See, except me. I don't big dick in the world. tripod dudes hanging out in yeah. the streets. <laughs> or like, yeah, you know, South Park had the cancer testicles. It looked like that. Everybody's hopping around on their dicks. <laughs> Midget arm between your legs. <laughs> What would you even do with it? Nothing, you, dude. You could be like a moped rally. You show up to flex, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, you just show up to flex. You show whip your yeah, dick you out on your. Yeah, you can't actually do anything. No, it'd be like no, it'd be like an elephant trunk. Train that bitch to hold a beer, you know, three beers. Jesus Christ, you guys! What are we doing? What are we doing here? Yeah, Walk into the off-topic section. Off-topic dick dick extensions. Do you guys? Uh, uh, not that it's totally moped related, but moped guys love beer, and I don't know that you drink. Do you guys have like a local brewery there that's like you know you visit for mopeds or like get together with other moped guys and hang out at? Uh, I mean, we we drink. Uh, well, like our our like crew beer is Black Label, although that's oh, yeah. kind of falling off. I love Black Label Canadian shit. That's good. Yeah, it's a Carling Black Label. Like, I mean, that was like our crew. We had we had like T-shirts and stickers <laughs> and like rallies like based around like Black Label beer because that used to be the cheapest beer that you could get in in Minnesota. Like, it was so cheap. But now, uh, Hams has come in and like taken the top spot with their thirty racks Who? for like Hams. Hams. Yeah. For like uh, for like. Uh, twelve ninety nine. You can get a thirty rack of hams. I mean, and Wait, so that's what I've been I've been buying lately. I mean, of course, Pabst is the universal. Everybody drinks you can, that shit. Around I'm drinking a Coors Banquet. Yeah, I was saying right around now here you can get a, a, a case of Banquet cheaper than you can get a case of Pabst. Really? Yeah, and that fucked. I only drink. Uh, Highlight, I think baby. Banquet and Pabst Champagne are around the same price. If if not, Banquet's a little like a dollar more. Mm, you drink but a I, I do love my banquet. That's my, what I'm my hands right down now. favorite uh, rally go beer is still the uh, if the mountains ain't blue don't drink it. Core silver bullet because they got the cans you can put the lid on. Keeps the flies <laughs> off oh. your beer. Yeah, see, I've never even done those. Oh, the silver bullet, man! If you want to like like, the, convenience. Yeah, like the, with the cap on it. Yeah, the it's got a cap aluminum. on it. It's all aluminum, full of yeah. recyclable. I've never seen that. Yeah, it's got a, it's like a can. I know what you're talking about, but I've actually never busted those out. Dude, it's so convenient. I don't even know. I've seen them available. 
Yeah, it's so convenient. When you, you sit at the rally, there's a ship all the flies because you're hanging out with a bunch of stinking-ass mopeders. <laughs> as far as beers, like, around here, I mean, like, we're like any other big city. Like, there, there's so many microbreweries that are, like, everywhere. We we go to all of them. You know, no. like, we're, we're drinking all the beers. What's your favorite? Whatever. You get some, like, pineapple, like, watermelon fusion. <laughs> Rose I like sour beers actually. There's a there's a, oh, a brewery guy. around here called Fair State that has like amazing sour beers. So that's a, such an acquired taste, and like not everybody does it good. I've had a few sours that were decent, but I'm just not a sour guy. I like browns and lagers and you know yeah. the basic. The shit. thing about sour beer is when you drink it, you don't you cannot think beer no. because it doesn't taste like beer. It you tastes like, it like some kind of fusion between like wine or mead and beer yeah it's like it's like not and around here they if you you drink a sour thinking about beer you're gonna be disappointed (laughs) (laughs) yeah they tore you they pour you a whole full tall glass of that shit around here it's like i just want like you know like a whiskey tumbler of this like yeah you want a 12 ounce yeah (laughs) to me anyway but that's usually how they pour them they pour them in those little uh tulip glasses Speaking of tulips, I'm gonna plant your tulips. Get that sample. Get that sample pack. <laughs> yeah, sample pack with a flight. All right, what's what? Uh, do we have any questions for Jake from the interwebs? Dude, before we go to the questions, dude, let's get into the build thread. Let's uh, look, fuck. We haven't right, done what, the what build thread. That's what right, we fucking let's here go, for. Come bro. on. Oh, we got we got we got days. The, of that's let's what I'm saying. Along I just want you to talk for 30 minutes by yourself about the build thread. <laughs> All right, oh, we'll take man. a break. We'll see you later. Have fun, Jake. <laughs> All right, all right. So the the bike is a is a is a Tomos and a Moby. That's why it's called Toby. Um, it's a 1963 Mobilet AV48 frame. Uh, it's got a Gila Tomos uh, A35 motor, um, Chrysler five star multi piece rims. K10 forks. Um, I don't know. You guys got any questions about this shit? Uh, it's got lightened internals. Forks. It's got a pull what, start. What, what it's got all kinds of shit like added. Oh, K10 forks. Okay. So they're just painted all to match. The K10s, where the fuck? I mean, I've heard people say they're awesome, but I've never had any experience with them. They're cheap. They're cheap hydraulics, right? You got like well, they bucks. were they were cheap. You like back in the day, like the dude on uh, there was a dude on eBay selling them for like uh, less than fifty dollars. Yeah, damn. I remember. And cheap, uh, I and I mean, like everybody in mopeds like bought them up. Like they got bought out like quick. Like the, the these like old like it was like new old stock of K10 forks, and then it, it like came into the moped community. And then everybody was just buying them, buying them. I have them on my, on my daily rider, and then on, on this race bike, which they're not really race bike forks, you yeah, know. Like they're kind of everybody talks shit. They're like heavy, whatever, but they're hydraulic sprung forks. Like they're probably no heavier than the EBR hydros. Those things are fucking pigs, man. They they are heavier because they're actually steel. They're all steel. There's there's no aluminum. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, it's funny because like people are like, oh, they're so heavy and it's like, okay, I, I pretty sure I might be wrong, but the numbers that I remember is like EBR hydros, which people think are heavy are like nine pounds. And then K 10s are like 11 pounds. It's like, dude, that's two pounds. pounds. That's two pounds. Like you could, 
that's a difference between like two different riders that are two pounds different. Like I think it's funny. It's it's funny yeah. when people are comparing like weight of like parts when they're like that's so heavy and it's like a pound different. It's like yeah. dude, you weigh two hundred and fifty pounds. Like that that pound doesn't make a difference. You well, know, it's like, like people when they get these crazy mag wheels and like they're like, oh, I'm gonna build a race bike, and I'm like, uh, well, I'm gonna make everything light, but then they got these mag wheels. I'm but like, it doesn't matter. They're not that much heavier. That's what he's saying. Well, no, they're no, not. Uh, but like, if, you, if you're so concerned about weight, if you're so concerned about weight, you get the spoke wheels. You fucking lighten the That's living true. shit out of uh, everything. Well, spoke wheels have a, have their benefits and their. Oh, no, yeah, I know they they're, definitely they're have their downfalls, but. Might not be as strong, you know, like depending on what you're looking for. But, you but like, also sprung, sprung versus unsprung weight makes a difference. So like the weight of the frame and the forks and stuff like that is different than the weight of the wheels and the tires. Like if you want to make your wheels and tires lighter, that there is a benefit there. Yeah, for rolling. But resistance. like the 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 frame and the the forks and everything in there, like that factors into the same weight as the rider. So let's get into Which makes like, sense. I never thought of it like that. But yeah. Since we're talking about weight, didn't you like add up all the weight that you took off your inter- your off your internals? Yeah. Um So the uh so I lightened the internals and um I can't remember. It was like over two and a half pounds. Like, uh, because, because I removed all the starting mechanism, which there's a lot of people that don't, and I didn't really understand how uh, Tomos transmission worked until I really, really dove into it deep is like that, that whole like chain and, uh, like internal sprocket and everything. That's all part of the starting system. That's all part of the kickstart. Okay. Um, the one way bearing in the. In the clutch bell, that's part of the kickstart. Hmm. Um, like if you eliminate all that, you can remove it, and that's why I put on that pull start, is because I was uh, able to eliminate all that rotating mass, and then also I had the uh, main gear lightened, the clutch bell lightened, and the first and second gear lightened. But did it help? Even yes, two pounds or something. Huge, internal huge, and and and, and yeah, and it, it it balanced everything. So that's the whole thing. Like you, you know, like a normal moped was only supposed to ever go like thirty-two to thirty-five. Yes, yeah, so they, so they didn't they balance. didn't balance their shit. So like everything on the inside is like super rough and basic. Like they only cleaned up the interference faces. So everything that actually contacts each other is machined. But everything else is, like, really rough cast. So I actually ended up finding out in the process of lightening these gears that everything was completely unbalanced. And that's why, I like, moped shakes so much, so much when, you, when you start putting a lot of power to them. Or that's one right. of the reasons. No, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, just yeah. like any car. I mean, a lot, like... Everything vibrates like crazy. Yeah. So uh, once I once I lightened the internals and then kind of what I say balanced is basically I mean like I smoothed everything out so it was equal. Yes, yeah, so there's no like weird weight on one side of the cast. Yeah, exactly. The like the the cast surface was actually off. 
So mm-hmm. when I was cutting it, you could see it was cutting on one side before it would cut the other side. Yeah. And then once I smoothed it all out, then it was perfectly I mean, everybody So now everything's blade. balanced, and that it just revs out like insane, and the bike is stupid smooth. Like, there's no vibration. No eating up bearings because of shitty vibrations. Yeah. It's easier on the exactly. machine. It's just ridiculously smooth, and the bike wraps out like nothing. That's like, uh, you know, you hear those motorbikes that just like, whap, whap. Mm-hmm. And I, I always loved that. When I first got into mopeds, I'd hear them, like, just wrapping out. And I was like, how can I do that? And now I have a Tomos that does it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um. What, what, let's get into the clutches because I know you've tried KTM, right? And you tried the stock and different springs and the jammer. Like, how'd you go through the clutches? How'd you decide which ones to use and the whole process? Um, yeah, so I started out with the, the stock clutches, and obviously those exploded in, in very quick order. When you start to ask that, especially the first gear, when you, when you try and put a red spring on first gear, on a Tomos, like, don't even, everybody out there, don't even think about it. <laughs> red spring on first gear. The spring equals does not, not the spring on a stock clutch. I think the spring popped out work. last time I tried it. It's all green spring or nothing when you're, when you're like, kitten stocky, kitted Tomos shit. Green spring's probably yeah. the way to go. Yeah, first gear, you don't need to do anything. If you're going to run stock, just leave the stock spring on it. If you're if if you want to delay second gear, that's fine. But first gear, leave it. But anyway, so I destroyed my first gear trying to get it to stall, and then uh, I went out to um, actually just I flew out to Moped GP West in 2015, and uh, just just to hang out and like uh, party with friends and meet people. And the lucky lucky two strokes dude were were out there. And uh, that was, like, Mike Tran and Justin and Quinn and some some other dudes. And uh, they had just started making that Lucky Two Strokes ZA50 modified clutch. So it was, like, a ZA50 clutch, like, modified to fit the first gear in a Tomos. I don't remember ever seeing that, but that sounds awesome. And, uh, yeah, so I, I talked their ear off all weekend and I went home and I made one. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, and then they were selling them and they, they, they were selling them for like, uh, 150 or $200, like a lot. And, uh, you know, I never disclosed like how they made them or anything. And I even told them like, Hey man, like I'm going to make one, but. It's for personal use. Yeah, it's for personal use. Like, I'm not going to sell it to anybody else. But anyway, so I made one myself, and that, that's what I started racing with, is that that's how I got into it. And then and then I was talking with Walt, uh, Trick Metric dude, mm-hmm. um, and he was making the hammers. And so I got, like, kind of one of the first hammers, and then... I was actually the one to get the first second gear hammer, which never ended up working out. But, like, so I was, like, talking back and forth with him, trying to get this shit. But it took him, like, years to get shit done. So Mm. in the meantime, I made that ZA50 clutch, and that worked out. And then then the hammer clutch came. And wasn't the first one steel? 
What's that? Wasn't the original one steel? I know the the Pook was yeah, steel. Yeah, yeah, and that's that that's actually the the difference between the the hammer and the jammer is uh, the hammer clutch has steel pads with uh, Kevlar lining, and the jammer clutch has aluminum pads with um, some other kind of lining. Now, yeah. the, the, the only downfall with the, the, the jammer clutches is that they, the lining is not as good. And you know, I, like we you, had problems. You wish you could have Kevlar on it, but and we had problems with the spring uh, perch area where you would hook the springs to it that they weren't uh, the carnable. The worst ones weren't chamfered or whatever. Yeah, they weren't chamfered or whatever, and so it would cut the springs at, as it you know actuated. Are you talking about the hammers? Yeah, or on the, the actual hammer. And the yeah, jammer the hammers, was soft yeah, enough. Yeah, no, the hammers were through. definitely like that. He never chamfered them, but then. Uh, uh, Treatland. I'm pretty sure the jammers come pre-chamfered. It took and if you're not, if you're not chamfering, you yeah, need to chamfer them. They're, they're that way now. Like version two or three, they changed it. Yeah, yeah. They definitely need to be chamfered because they, yeah, they'll cut the spring and break it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that hammer clutch. Like I was running the. Uh, so I went out to. So the next year, uh, GP West. Like in um, California, uh, 2016, I went out there and actually brought my bike and raced. And, uh, like, I was just destroying, like, uh, off the line. Like, nobody could keep up with me. But, like, but my, I'm, not, I'm not a good racer. And, and, uh, and almost immediately, like, after the first corner, I'm getting, I'm getting passed. But off the line, like, I was ahead of everybody. Yeah, I watched the video of this. Uh, it was like a motorbicane versus something else, and the guy was killing it out of the corner, but then the motorbicane eventually overtook it, like, every single time. Yeah. On the top end. Which was sick. Dead space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Well, yeah. I mean, did you win anything when you went out there to race? Uh, I got fourth place. So, like, which was really good. Like, it was only the second time I've ever raced on that bike because, like, we used to have uh, races here in Minnesota, like, at our rally, at the Top Fest rally. So we'd race here. And so I had it out at one of those. But then I actually brought it out to California, raced out there, and I got fourth place in my class, non-variated, which was really good. I actually placed above some people who had placed in that place before, and uh, everyone who was ahead of me either had a uh, full suspension or slicks. Oh, yeah. Real shit. And real uh, shit. My, if you don't know my bike, like, I have a rigid rear end, and I have K10 forks and <laughs> not, not exactly slicks. set up. Well, and the so, week... like, I'm, I'm not exactly, like, a race bike. Like, the, my bike fits somewhere between, like, show bike and like fast bike yeah it's four it's like, man a, it's like a show bike that has a really fast motor on it uh, what about those wheels looks like you got a disc brake setup on there how that's that, a big thing people wanted to know about yeah too. i want to talk about the, that the bicycle this, mountain bike yeah, disc brake setup it looks or whatever. pretty like it looks like a really small rotor oh yeah God. but it's the largest rotor you can get for bicycles <laughs> <laughs> How bad was that to um, mount? So, Let's yeah, talk like, about so that. they're like Kreidler five star like multi piece rims, which are absolutely sick. 
uh, like that's part of re- the reason why this bike even exists is because I wanted those wheels. And, uh, and then I, I, I had seen a thread on Moped Army about like adapting mountain bike brakes to a moped. And I was like, that's a great idea. And so I started researching mountain bike brakes and I found out cause I'm not a, I'm not a current mountain biker or, or bicycle racer. They have four piston hydraulic calipers, like on these freaking mountain bikes. It's insane. Like they have crazy, like high end shit. But is the price point worth it? You know, I mean, I'm sure it's good parts, but is it something moped people would buy? You know, it, uh, well, if you have access to the machining and stuff that I did, that's, that's the whole thing is I, I had to custom make, um, the, the hubs that they mount to, but it really, it was pretty basic. Like they're, uh, what can I, uh, they're avid trail seven, four piston caliper sealed hydraulic, um, downhill mountain bike brakes. And I figured, you know, if you, if you can go downhill at 40 miles an hour or whatever, and these brakes are good enough, like they should be able to stop my moped. And, uh, those dudes are bombing those hills. I'm yeah, exactly. They're fucking, but you watch those videos, they're bombing those hills and those brakes are completely capable. And what I found out is that I was absolutely correct. And holy shit, these brakes are awesome. (laughs) And, and, and my whole setup front and rear handles, calipers, rotors, everything way less than just a single front brake pit bike setup that everybody loves to run on their moped. There you go, dude. Yeah, when like, and it stops on a dime. And, and it stops on a dime. Like I can dream, literally dude. lock up the front and rear. Can you do endos? Like, I've dreamed about having a rear disc brake for like years now and I haven't done it. I'm like that's I'm not I'm not ballsy enough for endos. I don't think it's quite powerful enough. What I'm worried about is that I'm gonna taco that little uh that little rotor. <laughs> Oh, that yeah. rotor is so dinky but i have i i've been on the track and somebody will like biff it in front of me and i'm going full speed and somebody biffs it in front of you 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 instantly like fucking break hard as shit to try and dodge them and i've locked up front and rear jeez like mm-hmm. no problem that's sick so oh, mountain bike uh avid trail seven right Yep. Yeah, that's what they were. Dude, for the win, bro. For the win! You know, what's funny is, like, since then, like, I've I've shown it to, like, a couple of, uh, like, bike dudes. And they're like, oh, those aren't even that good. You should get these Shimano's. (laughs) Like, yeah, like, they're, like, telling me what I should buy. And I'm like, actually, you know, let let me write this down (laughs) for my next build. Like... Like what? What is the really, really good shit? Because I think it's funny that people are still putting these like heavy ass uh, pit bike brakes on their like tiny little mopeds, and I'm like, yo, mountain bike brakes can kill it. Well, we were talking about that way back in the shred shed days of like putting the mountain bike front end wheel disc brake setups, you know, for weight savings. You can get the the whole Shimano front end is just light as fuck, super reactive. Yeah. Tunable. You can tune the suspension right with a clicker right there on the on the forks, you know. You yeah. can lock them out if you want to. 
Well, on the, the 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 original ones or the normal ones you can buy for really cheap are actually like cable actuated. Yeah. And uh, you can get those really cheap. This one's actually like fully hydraulic. But I mean, the only thing I've ever noticed is like they've never overheated. They've I've never had a problem with them. It's like I just at one race I actually replaced the pads because they were starting to get low. And the pads are kind of expensive, but I mean, when you What's spend for pads, twenty man? bucks on that, that's not bad. That's just an ex, you know. I mean, that's... well, it's like forty dollars because it was twenty bucks for for two, you know. Okay. Compared or, to like yeah, Dirt twenty bucks probably... for two, and if there's a left and right, you gotta buy the front and rear. So yeah. you know, it's forty dollars for pads, but it was like, man. When you're racing, like, this is the most important thing. Or not the most important thing, but one of them. You can't go fast, you can't stop. Yeah, the most important part yeah. of going is being able to stop going. Well, and yeah, that's, like, I love that about this bike. Is it just, I can stop. Yeah. Dude, let's, uh, with the, let's get into the pipe, dude. Because weren't you, like, building the pipe before you built the bike? Um, or no. How, or how'd that come about? Like, how'd that go? Um, the pipe... I've always wanted to build a pipe and uh, and kind of like all this shit kind of happened at the same time. So I was uh, I was building the bike and then it just so happened that I was like, all right, well, I'm going to build the pipe for it. And um, another friend of mine had a gila on a pook and he was running a BK100 which was the best pipe out at the time. Obviously there's now, now there's better shit, but you know, like eight years ago or seven years ago, whatever, that was like the best BK 100 was the, the, the uh, above and beyond best shit out. And he put a a, pipe too. Yeah, it still is. But he put a Doppler pipe on his, uh, Pugila, and he was like, holy fuck, this shit wraps out like crazy. And that, that just stuck in my mind. And then so when I was building this bike, I was like, well, I want to build a pipe for it that's based off a of cane Doppler pipe. And so I took the dimensions. Well, first I actually put one on it. I bought one. <laughs> and I put it on it and I ran it. Seems sweet. And then, so, I uh, took the dimensions, I manipulated them to match what I wanted. I started making, like, kind of different setups, testing it out, out of stainless. And then, I came across some um, ink canal at work, and, uh, and it just worked out that I was able to make a pipe out of ink canal. Intanel? Ink canal. Inconel. So Inconel, Inconel is like it's like a what's considered like a super alloy. So it's it's uh, super temperature resistant. So it can handle super heat and super cold, and it's corrosive resistant, um, even more so than stainless. Like it it can handle everything you throw at it and not crack and um yeah it's used in like uh crucibles uh like 
the, basically the, the those cones you see at the end of a rocket. Yeah. That's made out of ink now. That's cool. I never even heard of it. That's crazy. How much is that? So like uh, like everything, all the hottest parts of anything is usually made out of Inconel. And so like a, a F1 car headers where they're like running super high temperatures, they're made out of Inconel. If if you're, if you're crazy built, like turboed car, like keeps cracking stainless headers, then maybe you're at the point where you need Inconel. This guy literally used rocket yeah. science to build this yeah. bike. Super over <laughs> super over engineered uh, moped pipe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and right, that's why call, I also so I'm like curious the, about the, the cost of this shit. Like how much of the pipe cost you to build? Nothing. <laughs> Just Welder, dude. He, he had stole access it. to the parts, bro. Uh, so you didn't actually have to buy the material. That's tight. But how that's much is the, how much is the material if you were to buy it? Like Um, I can't remember. So I added up so like this this uh build thread like there's there's the toby race bike build thread and then for the exhaust pipe there's it's called uh what the is most called? expensive the, moped exhaust yeah. ever the most expensive moped exhaust ever yeah because like nobody would ever dream of making a moped exhaust out of ink now um but i just had access to it it was it was in our scrap bin at work <laughs> like uh since since we like cut a lot we laser cut a lot of shit and so if you get a big it's sheet, just the drops from it yeah yeah if you get a big sheet of material and you laser cut a bunch of stuff out of it and then then the rest of the sheet is useless and and it's like i mean absolutely pennies on a dollar like for the the, the return on ink is is ridiculous for how much you pay for it for what they would pay you for scrap is nothing so when i asked uh, the people at work, like, can I pull this out of the dumpster? They like, I don't care. Yeah, use it for whatever you want. And uh, and so I was able to use the scraps to make this pipe. Sick. And, and then the uh, the baffle. For it. The baffle is actually made out of titanium. <laughs> Jesus. You know, whatever, no big uh, deal. Unobtainium. What's up, MLM? You guys are slacking. Yeah, with your <laughs> right. cheap ass pipes and powder coating. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And I uh, and I uh, did a. It's a titanium baffle with a super trap disc end, and so that makes it so the um, the back pressure is adjustable if you wanted to, which it's really not necessary crazy it was just it was just a fun thing to do like but, if I mean, you like technically if you wanted to make it hit at like a lower rpm like you could take more discs out so there was more back pressure yeah. and if you wanted to hit higher rpm you could add discs I mean, that's so cool. right that's now little... i just i just have it at like all the discs yeah and i don't understand the it, science it behind only needs higher where RPM. people were putting the cones inside the exhaust like the old tech technoestrals whatever where they had like the cone and people would de-restrict it by removing some kind of cone from out of the exhaust. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know about that. I know. I know Tomahawk. It's does not. The... It's not the same. But uh, no, actually, no. you know what's funny about like people removing those things is they're they they're the back pressure. Yeah, they, they're actually somewhat fucking shit up because those companies tuned those pipes to run with that. I never took uh, mine that, out. Like, cone like, in the back. It's not actually a restriction. People think it's like a restriction. It's not like a washer 
when you get a Doppler pipe, it's not like a washer and the header. Yeah, I think it's got something to, to do with like the, the reverberation of the pressure going back and forth yeah. in the pipe. It's like, you know, to keep things moving in the same direction. Exactly. It's, it's, it's like there's a purpose for it. So, yeah, it can hit a higher RPM, but you, you've lost your mid-range power. I, I just take like my pipes off, man. We live in the hood. We just get rid of them. Just cut that shit. Yeah, exactly. Do Loud pipes, pipes. Uh, save lives, you know? <laughs> I'll, race you, I'll race anybody. Decibel-wise. Stretch belts. Scooter. Low tires. Scooter tech. Scooter gang, scooter gang, scooter gang, scooter gang. Scooter gang, scooter gang, scooter gang. I really came co every day. Cycles. We were supposed to release a country song today, but we fucking blew it. Yeah, we went dirt bike riding. <laughs> oh, yeah. I heard that I heard that claim last week. You were going to yeah, yeah. drop we, a country song we were this like, week. This week was going to be it. And uh, <laughs> Today, <laughs> I, I, hit, I hit my boy up today. And I'm like, you don't let's, have the, let's hit the dirt bikes. You don't have the Old Town Road. Oh. Uh, you ready yet? <laughs> we, we already have one. Uh, but I, I didn't put it out because I hated it. That's how oh, bad yeah. it was. I've, I've only played it for one person. Uh-oh. You sang it for me once. Oh, yeah, because because I mentioned you in it. Yeah. Is it, <laughs> is something it legit about, like a ripoff of Old Town Road? Oh, yeah, Road? it's an Old Town Road Moped Money yeah. podcast rip song, and it le- <laughs> legit talks about Jax trying to bring a John Deere to the rally, and we told him we weren't going to bring that shit. <laughs> like, listen, dude, get your John Deere out of here, dude. We're talking about, instead of like talking about most moped speeds, we're talking about, like, Riding out a canter, I'm like. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as he like, hits that gallop, you know yeah, his pipe is on. Exactly, it's it's real. Maybe I'll like release oh it one day God. if I don't feel so subconscious about it, dude. No, just re- just <laughs> release it already. Yeah, yeah it's, you, it's you, so you gotta bad. Just let it go, man. It's cringeworthy. It yeah, I cringe myself just listening that, to it. That's even more reason All to right, release maybe, it because it's hilarious. Maybe just hold on to it for a little while. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, thanks for coming on the show, man. Like. It's been fun hanging out. And, oh, shit, know. is this it? Yeah, I think we're going to wrap it, man. We're, Are we done? We're, we're like two and a half hours deep or something. We're like, yeah, I got to go home and uh, brush up on my rocket science. Wait, this isn't as long as, uh, as, as Brackfast. It's I mean, not. We, we, need it's it, not. we need another hour. In <laughs> well, yeah, once we get off the phone with you, we still got a few more minutes of talking about shit, too. Yeah, you know, I try to, like, cut it at least five minutes before I run out of tape on Cubase. All right. <laughs> Let's let's go through some basic shit. What's your fa- oh, you never did go through the questions on Instagram either. You want to hit those real quick before we go? Sure, why not? Yeah, you know? I mean that thing gets a point that people. I mean, I figured we you just guys kinda... out in the internet world took the time to ask the questions. Let's fucking send it. I figured yeah, we're not really paying us. We talked so we could kind of get into it because a lot of them I figured would happen just talking about the build. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Will, <laughs> Will, Will from the swoops did ask about the the end the insulol. Uh, whatever you made the in canal pipe, in canal pipe. Yeah, yeah, we we addressed that. Yeah, yeah. He asked about that. We addressed it. Um, we did have someone ask, uh, "Why'd you go with a Tomos? Were you afraid of an AV10 that would be too powerful?" <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had an AV10 beat me in a drag race, although they beat me regularly in races. Like I, I'm, I'm still like, I'm still trying to catch up to these uh these other fools like those frenchies my bike, are my bike fast. is stupid fast my bike is totally capable um but i need a i need a better race setup a full suspension which is actually something i'm working on um uh, my my toby race bike might be changing okay it's uh it's going to be changing out i'm going to build a a full suspended race frame for the mm. motor and the uh, Toby Mobilette will live on in a different way. 
Toby is so, all like evolving I'm kind of a, I'm kind of addressing the the issues with maybe just uh, gearing towards more of a dedicated race bike. Is that what exactly? Like? Exactly. Instead of instead of a show bike with a race motor on it, I'm gonna build an actual race bike for that motor, and then the other the, the frame motor. and okay. everything. You have two. You'll be super boss hog, dude. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and then I'm actually uh, building a 50cc race motor to go on the Toby bike. Okay, I'm into that. So um, like a like a just a Ripper Tomos uh, stock motor. Hopefully, yeah. will be on the on the race bike. Uh, we had uh, Manic Mopeds ask uh, how fast uh, how fast is the fastest Tomos, and I think we addressed that. It's 67 right now. 67 is the top. Yeah, that's what it hit. Uh, but uh, it's quick, man. Like, I've only been beat by one other bike in a drag race. What was it? Um, Tyler, Tyler Brecky's um, Derby. Okay. So Ty, Tyler Brecky and Barry so Torno. We got to find a uh, rally for you and Thomas to both go to so we can have the show. <laughs> yeah, I really want to see that. It should be fun. I should get breaks, though. <laughs> so, like, yeah, yeah, like drag races are, are like a whole nother thing like thomas was kind of saying like it all depends on when, where you put the line because um like i was beating everybody everybody and then and then there's one derby that beat me and uh i was beating the fastest hobbits fastest derby you know like all the other fastest guys and uh but like let's say you put that that line like maybe 50 feet more they're catching they p potentially some other some of those other bikes could have been beating me because they were starting to variate then you know like yeah, they were starting, starting to, to really rip clip up their rpms and get in the, in the power yeah band. exactly okay. like so my, my my that's one of the things that, about Tomos is you got you got that two speed so my first gear i'm gonna blast on everybody and then and then I shift into second gear, and then I got to get back into my pipe. And that's the before that's I with start all going two strokes, again. Unless, and that's why clutch tuning for racing is so important because you want to keep yeah. that motor in the RPM where it's making maximum torque, or yep. what you would hear some people say is the power band or state. And that's why a variated bike is is ideal because if you have a well tuned variated bike, it's you always have in the power it band. Yeah, always in the power band. Okay. But my first gear fucking blows the doors off of most fucking mopeds oh yeah uh next question does it fuck <laughs> i think yeah i think the toby fucks yeah dude. yeah i think yeah. it fucks yeah, yeah. It I, fucks. I fucks with it i can't wait to ride it one day oh dude i, I, need, I, I need a I really fucking love, small ride so bad i really love letting other people ride it because like everybody comes back like the looking grand, a dude. little scared and a little happy yeah, yeah, and the uh, smile usually, ride is usually, real. usually, their first thing they say is like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> or, or like, "Holy shit, dude!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that shit, man. You the know, first like, time uh, I ever that's... rode a Motobi Kane was like that. Jason, <laughs> let me ride his Moby after you had the Bidlock kit on it, and I was just like, "This thing is wicked, man." Yeah, my, yeah. my Bidlock 50cc Moby pulled was probably like a freight train. The hardest pulling moped I ever rode. Yeah. No, and I love I love being able to give people the opportunity where you trust a bike enough, the and the you might trust the yeah. rider. Hopefully, you trust the rider enough. <laughs> but I'll I'll literally hand this thing off to people 
and I'll be like, really, like, no, I'm not kidding. Like, be careful. Like, this isn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had Ed's moped shop hit us up, and he asked about uh, the disc brakes and if they were good for daily use. And I think we proved that that's a yes, man. They're oh, yeah, brakes. for sure. For sure. Dual, front, back, and stop on a dime. Like, what more can you ask for, man? Yeah. They're flawless. Flawless like my hair. <laughs> you got that old man hair, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> He's talking about my hair. You ain't got no hair. You got shit locks. <laughs> They're Grinch fingers. Thank you very much. Oh, dude. You guys are lame. <laughs> dude. Dude, I'm starting to fart. I'm going to have to take a shit soon. I don't have any underwear on. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, Jack. You got that shit right in you your got anything, You got anything you want to ask us before we get out of here, dude? Uh, man, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I'd love to fucking, I'd love to race, uh, Thomas on his, uh, Vespa. It'd be so What is fun. it? Is it 90 cc's or what is it? Yeah, they call it an 80, but it's like a stroke 80, so it's like on the cusp of being, this, you know, like 100 cc because it's stroke some, for some reason, but I don't understand the science behind it. I just was dumb and spent money drunk. <laughs> you just need to add it up. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I, yeah, that'd be fun. That thing rips uh, though. That's fucking pretty impressive. It's it's pretty awesome. I'm surprised. I know I'm not saying it's the fastest shit out there because it's. I'm sure it's not. But what's up, dude? Pit, Pittsburgh, no, it's, Pittsburgh it's, rally? it's 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 not like it. It but it is it is faster than most bikes. Than most, and it's impressive off the line and on the top. And it's like it's yeah got a lot. I mean, it, again, variated game. It's always in the power band. So it's thing rips and, and it, like no, sixty the thing miles I really an hour. Like the pipe about hits it, finally. Is like so many people are doing uh, derbies, motorbikes, and hobbits because they're uh, easy. Well, variated and they're dual variated, and motorbikes just has all the race tech behind it. Where I'm like doing this Tomos thing, and and nobody's doing it. You I'm, are the fastest Tomos. I'm guaranteed. I, I like to think so. You know, yeah. like I I I, I, I probably I, put that that the money on that bet. And there's. I don't know. You should probably go talk to that I, guy. I want to throw this out there us. too. There's not a single speed that can be off the line. I believe it because it's just not possible. Because like, no Pook is pulling off the line like that. Yeah, like, no, I've never no, seen no a Pook is gonna be to really be, kill it. Beat a two speed off the line. It's just like no Pook's gonna beat a a Hobbit or a Derby off the line. You know, right. it's just it just is a that, thing. That might be a challenge. It's, now it's, it's just, 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 just got to be off the line, right? It's yeah. It's it's just based on the way they're built. You can't change the gearing to be stupid and like only <laughs> yeah. top at it twenty miles an hour. And get out of here. Gila kit thirteen forty five gearing. <laughs> <laughs> just killing it. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, like I, you know, like uh, I've been at Moped GP Midwest the last two years and um, and won the variated or non variated class. And uh, there just hasn't been, and I'm not even talking myself up, there just really hasn't been that many people out there because all the competition is in the variety class. So it's kind of a bummer. True. <laughs> and those dudes whoop my ass, to be honest. Like, They're uh, also building monster fucking bikes, dude. Yeah. Like, mine's a monster. And like Scooter, I said, like, I, can, I, can, I can maybe get them out of the gate, but as soon as we hit that first corner, those dudes are whooping my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i love about it you can talk all the shit you want but in the end there's always going to be somebody that's slightly like i was saying last week like i could get in the race but like 
it just depends on the race of what's going to be mm-hmm. the, the the chances of winning yeah. or the chances of success. It all depends success. on on, a, on what 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 kind of race you might be successful race, out of the corner, <laughs> or you might be successful in the top end, man. Rally yeah. rally race mid ride when you're not expecting me to rip on you. Yeah, I probably got it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, if there's a buffet line and I'm going to be first, yeah, I probably got that. <laughs> all right, Jake, man, it's been awesome talking with you. Thanks again for being <sighs> on the show. We gotta hang out. All right. We gotta hang out. Yeah, for out. sure. I'm trying to touch I know. tips. I know. Like we, we, I, I don't know when the next like big rally I'll be at. I, I keep hitting all these mo- uh, Midwest ones. So you guys got it easy out there. You guys got so many rallies within like, like two hours away. Like we, we got it easy. I'm trying to do some traveling because I got to drop some bikes off for Richie uh, out west a little bit. I don't know if it's gonna be. I've, I've traveled all over the place. I don't, and, I don't know if uh, I'm hitting Chicago. I don't know. Is Chicago this year for the? Uh, yeah, Chicago's got a rally this year. Yeah, so I'm talking about going it's to Chicago. August, September, September. Yeah, in September. So I might in be September, really? I believe so, dude. It's I have to check the calendar. Right, that one. right here, I'm looking it up. August, actually, yeah, August 23rd to 25th is, is uh, Chicago. Yeah, so I'm looking at doing that, and then there's uh, another one, like, uh, you know, in the uh, Detroit Porcus, area. Porcus. Los Moranos. Yeah, those dudes. Los Maranos. I've never been to Los Maranos rally, so it'd be kind of cool to hit the guys and drop some bikes off for Richie. I'm over Chicago, dude. I've been there too many times. I need like Richie's got like a new a, rally, dude. Uh, the Milwaukee, the Cranks rally is also in September. Maybe it, it's a limited thing for me for driving because I'm going to drive. I may be. T- I may be trying to hit that one. Bring, uh, bring speaking of Richmond, like, dude. I gotta I gotta give a shout out to Ryan, uh, the young vape lord. Uh, the dab lord uh he, he's a he's a he's a crank he's in milwaukee and he's uh he's the one who's building those crank pipes have you guys seen those i haven't dude uh he came over here and like we had a little like take welding session and like hung out and uh he's welding some like good pipes he's, he's doing some shit that i wish I wish I was doing. Like, he's building pipes for mopeds, like, as a living. That's sick. Yeah. So, the cranks, like, dude. definitely definitely check out the Cranks pipes. I'll check it out. I'll, fucking, I'll call him up, dude. Get him on the show. Let him hype it up on here. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely hit up Ryan. He's he's a good dude. <laughs> that way he can get more orders than he can handle and blow it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's already, he's already was telling me the other weekend that he's, like, I gotta ramp up production. Got, got people hitting up left and right, which is fucking cool as shit. Like, we need some competition. I mean, yeah, dude. I love MLM, but yo, those dudes are the dropping the ball a little bit. So, <laughs> like, let's let's see some fucking young dudes like uh, do some cool shit in mopeds. Free market competition. Shit. Look at the price mm-hmm. of the MLM pipes. Not that I can shit yeah. on their pipe. You know, like I'm sure it costs a lot of money to make that stuff. But... Yeah, they got Amish, like some Amish welders doing that shit. Is what I heard. I guess. Well, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, you can't shit on that. Yeah, know, but they're like still they're, they're like fully production, but they're doing it for the moped community. But this dude's called? like actually Cranks. building Cranks. like custom pipes for mopeds, and he's building them like in his basement. Hell yeah! I'm gonna try to order one. You got any more shout outs, bro? <laughs> You're uh, like casseroles? Y'all suck. Fuck y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the casseroles. No, no, I love I love them fools. I love all, all right, people. yeah, that that's it. I guess I gotta say, uh, fuck your car, ride a moped. Yeah, <laughs> you did it. Yeah, thanks. Oh yeah, fuck, dude, thanks for ordering a shirt. You were like one of the first guys to order a t-shirt, and we really for sure appreciate it. I'm, I'm actually wearing it right now. So I had I. to get in the mood, right? 
That's tight, dude. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's been fun. Um, uh, we'll do it again. Uh, we'll meet at rally and we'll kick it, man. When I when I look sure. at crank pipes, I get crack pipes. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't. I I actually have no clue how you would uh find him. <laughs> we'll search it about Pitarmandu. We'll figure it out. Oh, we'll yeah, yeah. If, like if uh, he gets look up of it. Uh, look up like look up the cranks on like yeah, Facebook look up, or just look up cranks branch or something. Yeah, if he gets wind of this, exactly. hopefully he'll send us a yeah. voicemail or something or an email or something. You know, send us some messages and maybe we can order one. Well, and Ryan, 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 isn't even go on. cool. I already found his page. Man, he's soft as hell, dude. He only has 115 posts on Moped Army. Plain oh, yeah, sauce. Dude, dude he's, not like a, he's not like a, a <laughs> internet presence. He doesn't even have a Facebook or an Instagram or anything. Like, he's just a young, that that Hobbit, young kid who doesn't do shit. Yeah. He's, he's one of those, like, I'm not on anything. <laughs> cool. All right, dude, we're out of here, bro. All right. Ring, ding, 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 ding. Later. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Dude, that was a good episode. That was okay. <laughs> that was way more entertaining than it's ever been. Well, we started off with our with our own random, you know, bullshit. And I'm like dead over here, sucking down a Red Bull. Yeah, that was long and hard. Got the sore knees. Sore knees from fucking looping my bike on a hill. Wrecking trails. Oh, man, I'm done. I can't wait. I'm going to take some Advil PM, jerk off, go to sleep. <laughs> Dude, I'm pumped uh Jake's down for the the challenge, dude. I want to like, we gotta film this thing, dude. Get out there. I started working on my glimpse the other day to do like a speed test challenge to see if like so people could follow it, you know. Oh, but yeah, I gotta yeah, figure yeah. out like the hashtag, the stuff that people can actually follow easily, which we should be easy to do. Call but... it speed test, dude. Yeah, I was just gonna do like uh, Cobra speed test or Thomas Thomas Vespa yeah, speed test. Or... Anyone can follow it. Yeah, that way somebody could follow it. We could all go out and have witnesses to it, you know. Ooh. And then maybe run out to the uh, let's, lily pad. Let's figure it out, and then let's make a thread on Muppet Army. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Like, yeah, speed test thread. Because I don't know what it and does. And you got you got to glimpse it, and then there's got to be a witness to like see you happen. You got to film it. Something and then... like I want to make sure that it's, you know people can see it's legit. But I don't know what it does on the top end. I'm pretty sure it's in the 60s. I don't know how yeah. fast. 60 something for 60 sure. 60 something. I remember you clocked me when I first got it, and. I, and you like clocked me like 61, 62, 62 somewhere in like there. That. Yeah. And I was on the DRZ. And, and that was with the Vespa. loose belt and shit. So I like to clock it. And then if it's still right there, I then regear it. And so see you what just happens. know where you're at. Yeah, because I've got that other pulley with the uh, GY6 shit in it that's pretty gnarly. But I had, you know, like, again, it's a whole new uh, tuning learning curve for the spring rate and all that shit. Facts, you know? facts. I can't, I can't believe that Jake hasn't really gone all out to like see what the top speed is. I know. I wouldn't you know it's going to have dude, more. I wouldn't be able to stop myself. And a big, the biggest thing, like you were saying, cutting that shit down, lightening it up, balanced it. You know, you've ridden, you've ridden motorcycles. They don't balance, they balance them a little bit, but like cars, like you get a finely tuned race car. Those guys, you know, like you ever played uh, Gran Turismo and you get the balance, like, <laughs> you know, balanced engine. That's what it is. They balance it. So it just runs so smoothly. There's no hiccups. There's no, Crazy vibrations and those vibrations destroy it's the engine itself, you know. Yeah. So when you balance it, it it that you could take it to the moon, dude. I want to know what's on Eric's setup too because his bike's doing seventy something. Voodoo. Besides just gearing, it's got to be. It's, it's, I, I think it's just gearing. I don't know. I don't know. I really. I gotta talk to him about it. I don't know. We should get him on. He's been on. I know. We should get him on again and talk about the bike some more. 
Yeah, just I don't. And even they call my mom. I don't even think he had that bike at the time. Yeah, I don't think so either. Or he was still in the works of it. Didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, secret, secret yeah. moped lab. Oh, another thing I was talking to uh, Jacks earlier about. What happened to the 50-50 challenge? 50 cc's, 50 miles an hour. It's still around, dude. Are people, people still, are doing, still that? doing that? Gotta be. I, I remember. I remember when Ben was going for 50-50 super hard. I'm trying to get my 50-50 bike it. back, so I might go pick that up, and you know, pretty soon. I've been talking to my brother about it. I stored they're, it away at his house. They're doable. You know, but that's like more like work besides just like buying the part. You know. But what do you use for the top end? Stock top. Don't end. they make an ported. AJH 50 cc? No, stock top end. You are you talking port stock porting? Yeah, stock porting. You can't buy like a like a fancy fifty kit. Well, that's not going to get you the fifty if you just buy a fancy fifty true, kit. True. True. You know, like I learned that because I was trying and I think I hit forty four, maybe if that. You know. I hit forty four in a seventy kit one time. One of those men, I wasn't tuned right. Yeah. You can fuck anything up, right? Yeah, but again, this is a long time ago. You know. All right, let's call it. Really? Yep. I mean, we're on a roll, dude. Fucking two hours. Two hours, two God, and a half man. hours. Trying to watch this shit. All right. <laughs> I'm down. I right, get, should Jax. I get another beer? Jerk off on the camera. Jerk off for the camera? Where's the camera? You don't we, know? We got one hidden. His face is the camera. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in my room, you're always being filmed. Uh, no, nah, not really. Um, dude, yo. We didn't get another voicemail Uh-oh. during the podcast. Yo, let's That's listen funny. to it. It's fresh and hot. We don't even know what it is. Wait, hold on. Is it Jake? <laughs> it's Jake. <laughs> All right, here we go. That's funny. So I got a question for Jake King. Oh, no. okay. This is Andrew Rossi of oh. uh, St. Cloud, Minnesota. And I'm just curious. Why Tomos? Why the, the most hated brand in the moped world? Sans, you know, Sax or maybe Yava or whatever. You know? Why why the butt of all the jokes? Tomos? Feel, Thanks for what you do, though. Because Tomos like... is best. I don't think Thomas is hated, really. We talk shit about it, but Thomas honestly, is probably one of the better yeah. bikes out there. It's like it's the last of the true. They're the last one standing, dude. They're yeah, last man standing. Still it's, making new bikes. They're not they were, they vintage. Were you know, some people shit on them for that, but, like, the realisticness of, of it is... Reliable. They're reliable. They're quick. They're good frames, good suspensions. Speed. Parts are available. Two-speed. Like, how do you fuck with it? Yeah. 35, 40 miles an hour, stock bike. So why wouldn't day. you try to take a Thomas to the max? Stock, stock Thomas won a pinball. Yeah, Stock right. Thomas won my heart. I mean, that cream one's kind of pretty. I've read a couple stockers that I just f- fell in love with just because they're, man, they just go. If I had money, dude, to buy like one of those like fancy like brand new stock ones, I would have bought it. Yeah, but I don't. So I'd rather put that money into. I got a Thomas in the I mail. Can, something I can blow up. I might, I might have a Thomas coming next weekend. Street mate. Ooh, I saw a cream. Um, no, I saw a black 2017. 2018 Tomo Sprint for sale, local, yeah. or in Virginia Beach, seventeen hundred dollars still. I'm like, yeah. No thanks, bud. I'm about to build up another Tomos Arrow. The one backyard. Yeah, the one back there. Oh yeah, let's drop it off. Yeah. Can I out of my backyard? I, I need Swing. To get it. Yeah. I don't know if that one will fit in my car because the handlebars are super tall and like it's like. I think Jason has a hacksaw. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's fun. I need to cut down the back too, like. Let's get out of here, dude. Let's call it. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening to the show. I'm out of content. We are at episode 35. Um, we just got off the phone with Jay Kane, like fucking Weld Wizard, Toby, and- sickest build on Moped Army. Uh, check out the thread if you haven't read it. There's pictures galore. Um, you can see all the crazy welding. Like He popped out dents in his tank with, with, uh, with freezing water. He did 
all sorts of shit, dude. It's crazy. What's the matter? Two Porter, four Bondo. Dude, the tank was fucking pinholed up, like yeah. trash, dude. Trash. Like anyone else would been like throwing it away, man. And he legit just like, ah, I'm a welder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll fix it. <laughs> fixed all of it, dude. And it's crazy. Yeah, and the guy, like that guy's got a hell of a nice bike. Rusting, rusting your own bike on purpose, like making a rust, a, like a mix to rust your bike. That looks like match patina. That looks sweet as shit. Like, I do that with uh, salt and urine. <laughs> Those giant Keeler wheels, like compared, he put them side by side picture to with the uh, Tomo 16s, fucking humongous. Like bikes, epic. Threads, epic. Pipe builds, epic. Hit moped army. Give me His an, attitude is epic. It'll give you an excuse to get back on moped army because I know you fucking spending all your time on Facebook, fucking nerds. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're gonna be out here, dude. I know some of the boys from Richmond are hitting Philly. Coming up next month, you know, hopefully they don't kill anybody this year. Get your shit together. Uh, we're going to have a future <laughs> episode with um this cool chick from up north, and she's going to be filming a moped documentary. And In lingerie? Shut up, dude. This isn't moped. Oh! oh! Let's, let's pump the brakes. Yeah, I, I like that. It. That was good. I didn't do it. Um, yeah, she's going to be filming a little video, and she's going to be hitting a bunch of rallies with her, like, one of her friends like filming all of it and that should be a pretty cool project so we're gonna bring her on the show to talk about it i also hit up a couple people that have had their bikes stolen recently and have gotten them recovered and so we're gonna make a like a collage episode Short of, compilation like, yeah a comp episode of a bunch of people who had stories of their bike being stolen and how they got it back and how their community helped them get it or retrieve it if it was a team effort or if they just like caught the bike on a, on a randomly saw it rip by their house again and ran the guy down which did happen so, spoiler alert, if you have a crazy story about your bike being stolen, hit up the voicemail and leave a message and I will give you a call back or hit us on our email at mopedmoneypodcast at gmail.com and please help us out, buy a t-shirt, um, we need- we're, we're shipping them, $20 shipped, like anywhere in the US, and if you live outside of the US, Jason's shipping them. We can hook it up, yeah. Because I, I suck them. at shipping. I'll ship them next day, right away. Yeah, I, I dropped ship printed, months later. On the counter, dude. So help us out so we can buy some new gear and make this thing cooler and try to keep it going for yeah, a while. Thanks again for the support. We really uh, appreciate it. Fuck your car. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. Ride, Ride a moped. moped. So um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know. Like, touch your flower. Is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Wow, wow, wow.